Hey, what's going on, guys? Got some great news for you. We are now sponsored by Manscaped. Support for the Jeff vs. the World podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best at men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide in trust with this exclusive offer for you, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code JVTWHC at manscaped.com. Imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0, and I am blown away by the performance. The craftsmanship and details on 4.0 are next level. Gone are the days when you got to fumble around with a disposable razor, nicking yourself, getting mocked at at love time. Uh-uh. That's not what we're doing in 2021. Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredible, comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. I now feel confident shaving my boys. This upgraded trimmer includes a multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock. It also gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. The Lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize the trim through additional guard lengths with sizes 1 through 4. Did I mention wireless charging? The new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. Men, if you've been shaving with the same nut trim on your face, you've been doing it wrong. No person wants to end with pubes in their mouth. It's time to get your own ball of hair and body trim with Manscaped to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice smooth boys. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code JBTWHC at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Also remember, get 20% off free shipping by using the code JVTWHC. And you get 20% off and free shipping. You can't beat that deal. Remember, Manscaped. Rich Curran has met the girl of his dreams. Great sex is when you love someone so much, it's like you're addicted to the strongest drug in the world. But beyond the beauty... Recording in progress. This party tonight. Sweet 16. Does this look like the body of a 16-year-old? Beyond the sex... Do you know the Heimlich maneuver by any chance? Because if they keep doing that, one of them is definitely going to choke. Beyond the money... I couldn't bear the thought of losing you. Is a temptation he can't resist. Have you ever just wanted to kill somebody? I mean, really kill them. If they find that he was murdered, they could tie up the inheritance forever. Even if they don't catch us, do you understand that? Now he's falling deeper and deeper into a world he can't escape. There's a bomb in his bike. I'll be over tomorrow. Where were you between 8 p.m.? And 11 p.m. the night that Darla Hawks was murdered. Trust me, Rich, this will all work out just like you said it would. Do you really want to do some serious time for this girl? No, I'm going to stay in here and burn while you walk away with all the money, okay? Oh, you think I planned it this way? Doesn't have to be like this, you know. Come on, Rich, we, we could still do this. We could have everything. Corey Feldman, Nicole Eggert, Corey Haim. You know, Megan, I, I thought I met this girl... Oh, we had something special. You don't know anything, do you? 
blown away. Welcome everybody to Jeff versus the World presents a new show, Bad Meaning Bad or Bad Meaning Good. Uh, this is something that I had came up with a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month or two ago. And it's just basically me coming together with a group of podcasters uh, each month. But it won't be me every month. It'll be different people. So next month, it'll be a different group of people. And we're just going to do bad movies in general. But we're going to talk about them. Are they just bad, bad movies or is there bad good? Is there some entertainment to have it? Basically like your USA Up All Nights or How Did This Get Made podcast. Similar in that vein. And today... I have two people with me that's going to take this ride. As you heard, we'll be doing the 1993's Blown Away. First and foremost, I got my man, Jay. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Yes. Uh, I want to thank you, sir, for <laughs> coming on this ride with me. And somebody knew that you'll be here on Jeff versus the world from time to time um, with this show. Uh, Chanel Creating, how are you doing? Hey, Jeff, I am amazing. So excited to talk about the Corys today. Yes, uh, I want to thank you also for taking this ride with me because, you know, when you get into the two Corys, you know, a lot of people can talk about License to Drive and, 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 and Lost Boys and all that good stuff. But when you get to the early 90s, this is where I guess you want to say they wanted to be adults and they wanted to be seen in different lights. And this movie definitely, uh, it was something. It wasn't the same uh, same feeling as uh, the comedies. They wanted to be adults. But before we get into the movie, uh, I'll let you start first, Nail, and tell everybody where they can find you on social media and your podcast and all that good stuff. Yeah, thank you. Hi, everyone. It's Chanel Creating. Um, you can find me across the socials at Chanel Creating, C-H-A-N-E-L-C-R-E-A-T-I-N-G. Um, I do podcasting, writing, and I'm also like by day a life coach. So you can check out anything that I do at ChanelCreating.com as well. Um, I do like the comedy podcasting. I just wrapped a, a, a season of recapping Flavor Flav's uh, season one of Flavor of Love. And it was a ride. It was truly a ride. And I had a great time. That podcast is called Baby Babe. You can find that um, on Anchor. And basically, I'm just all things channel creating. So I'm super excited to meet, you know, the people who listen to your shows and um, be a part of this podcast universe, Jeff. So you guys check me out and let me know what you think. All right. Uh, and Jay, you, you can go ahead and give it. I know people know Jay, but you can go ahead and give all your info. All right. Uh, yeah, um, I'm Jay for anyone who's listening for the first time. Uh, I have a podcast called Jay Movie Talk, which is part of my network called the TV Zone Podcast Network. And I mean, pretty much kind of similar with what Jeff um, is starting here, where I got a network of uh, different podcasters who have their own shows and stuff like that. But uh, as far as with me, uh, with Movie Talk, I just basically, you know, kind of get behind the microphone and talk about movies that I like or, you know, directors and stuff like that. Um, so that's pretty much what you can um, find me with. Um, course uh i'm a part of the anchor um that's where you can find all the podcasts and everything and pretty much wherever you can find jeff's show you can find my shows as well yes and i'm co-signing both of y'all uh both everything they do is awesome i had to stumble upon uh baby babe uh and it also made me go back and watch flavor of love which i just forgot how much you know that's a time we're not gonna get back yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah what an era yeah it's like 
Nah, this ain't gonna be the same. It, it's like <laughs> you'll get stuff like you know, you love and hip hop all that goes. It's that's all fine and well, but Flavor Flav and you know he was just like one of the first, not not the mm-hmm. first one, but in that VH1 world, you know, he was like mm-hmm. the godfather to it, and I just. It was just a joy to listen to you talk about it and for me to actually go back and had to say, let me let me go check that episode out again. Yeah. No, real talk, Jeff. I really appreciate you for stumbling upon the show, like you said, and then being so supportive of it. Like this is a blast, like being able to talk to other podcasters about all this bullshit that, that ends up being so fun and nostalgic and all like I love it. So I'm really um grateful that you enjoy the show. No problem. All right. So we're going to hear, we're here to talk about 1993 Blown Away. Now I'm going to read a synopsis and I'm going to see if you guys think that this is a good synopsis or bad synopsis and then we'll just jump into the movie. Okay. When Rich meets the beautiful Megan, he plunges into a dangerous and obsessive affair with her. Is Rich the man who can help her make her dreams come true or a pawn in a twisted game of deceit? That's the, that's the synopsis. What do you guys think? Is that pretty close? Yeah. Yeah, kind of, kind of, sort of, yeah. A little bit, right? It's just kind of, just kind of, I guess, yeah, okay. All right. So I guess we should start before we, uh, yeah, I, I want to just jump right into it, but I guess we should start. How did everyone, and you can start, Chanel, how did you get introduced into the two Corys? What's your yeah, first thing I you think, So I'm younger than the two Corys, I'll just say that. So I have no like real time going to see them in theaters type of experiences. However, I'm a fan of a show that is big enough that I don't need to plug them um, that had a deep dive for some reason into Corey Feldman because they literally like it's this um, serious XM show of two comedians where they literally like were beefing with Feldman. And they would make fun of him like time after time on their radio show. And that's how I like got up to date like through the view of two white guys basically on Corey Haim and Corey Feldman so I know that Corey Feldman is a singer that he has like a harem of women he lives with these days and the not funny and when I say funny I don't mean this in a good way but the funniest thing about it is that apparently Feldman has been like very outspoken about how Hollywood is full of people who take advantage of children and how like he was sexually violated but the way he talks about it is always like it's not funny again he always talks about like well Corey Haim let them touch him but I didn't let nobody touch me and that's what the show the radio show was like oh my God, why would he ever put his friend out here like that? Like basically Feldman is saying he always knew how to maneuver and Haim was just like, pray. And the way that they talked about it was so fucked up and also so funny that I was like, okay, now I'm kind of a Feldman head without wanting to be. And so I just know that there are two actors who apparently were huge back then, but then we lost Haim to drug abuse, I think. I believe Um, so, yeah. Yeah, so super tragic, but I'm like, they're they're legendary to me in the fact that Feldman went on to be like this, literally, I, I now understand that he is, the character he played in the movie is not much different than I think how he acts in real life, and it's just, so it's amazing to go back for it, so I'm like a fan without being a fan because of the people I'm fans of that appreciate the Corey. so that's kind of my intro. What about you, Jay? Uh, for me, um, kind of like a lot of people, probably Lost Boys. As far as them together, it would have to be Lost Boys. But I mean, Feldman solo, it was um, it was either the Goonies 
well, I want to say Goonies first because I didn't see Friday Four until like years later. But those movies with him, and then Silver Bullet with Corey Haim by itself. So I kind of, mm-hmm. I kind of, you know, because I grew up watching them and everything. Because mm-hmm. I'm just what, like a, uh, yeah, because they what they're in their four, well, Feldman now is in his forties. So yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm like a good eight years younger than him um apparently uh whatnot but yeah I, I grew up watching them and everything but when it gets to the 90s with them is where it kind of falls off otherwise i would have known about this movie a lot sooner than mm-hmm. than recent but yeah i mean they they were huge um i don't think there were any other like child actors at the same time that became friends i mean you had single, like one-off actors or whatnot that you know had good runs and everything, and that was huge. But I don't think there were ever any like child actors who said, "Hey, I like what you're doing. Hey, I like what you're doing, and hey, let's become friends and let's do this together and even become even bigger." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that they had an interesting career, and yeah, that stuff. I mean, about them being, you know, sexual assault, and of course, like you said. Filming, oh no, that never happened to me, but right, you know, type of thing. And I'm, I kind of want to believe him with that. I, I kind of do want to believe him. And because if you think about it, Haim did, you know, start having problems. His career did start to dip a lot quicker than Feldman's. And maybe it's because of, you know, what was going on. But that's all speculation, really, um, and everything. And it kind of sucks that he's not here to talk about it himself. And you just kind of go off of what Feldman says now. And, you know, it's almost like you got to kind of read between what's real and what's not with what he says a lot of time. Because it's like, okay, he it, it always comes across like he's trying to make himself look a little bit better than Hayne when it comes to that type of stuff. Exactly. I am not just to be clear, I am not joking about sexual assault. I'm joke I'm I'm saying it's fucked up to like you said talk about your friend like like he was a weak like he was weak and you was the only one they didn't touch. I'm like, "Corey, like just don't don't talk about it. Like just, or just talk about only yourself." So he just um yeah, Feltman just the his evolution and how he acts today is just hilarious when you think about how he was acting back then. But that's all I'm going to say about it. Cause it's like, it's so funny to me because of I'm thinking about the context. I've heard the jokes and it is not that funny telling y'all about it. So I'm like, okay, that's just the context basically. It's, it's interesting um, because I think I can't remember the first movie I ever saw them was license to drive. I didn't see lost boys first. And I don't even know how I saw license to drive. I guess it was, you know, just by stand, you know, I don't know. I just saw it. And I was like, "Oh, these two guys are funny." And I started seeing them in more and more stuff. Um, it's it's hard to talk about somebody who's passed away, uh, and but I see Corey Feldman has no problem with doing that. But um, I'm I'm curious. Do y'all know about the Michael Jackson Corey Feldman days? Weren't yeah. they like cool? Yes. yes. Yeah. But when I say that, I'm saying when Corey Feldman was trying to be Michael Jackson. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, <laughs> this movie is is doing that. Oh, phase. when he's dancing, he's going through that fit 
And it, yeah, he was doing a little bit. So I'm, I tell you what to do, and y'all can do this if you want. I'll send y'all the video. You can either go watch the movie Dream a Little Dream, or you can just look up Corey, uh, Corey Feldman and Michael Jackson, or just look up Corey Feldman dancing. And he was had his hair like Michael, like really yes. long and wet. He had his glasses. He started wearing like the coats of Michael. Yeah, that was a really weird time for Corey Feldman. And I didn't know what the hell was going on. But uh, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, from- absolutely. I mean, yeah, I just want to say one last thing about that. I That's what I'm talking about. This He's still acting like that these days. And that is what makes this hilarious. Because it's like this man has never stopped being that way. Like he is just true to it. And that like... That's compelling for me. So anyway, I'm like, I'm genuinely a fan, even though I'm saying all these complicated things, because I think it's hilarious to always to be this guy at 18 and always be him the rest of your life. I love that for Corey Feldman. Yeah, it's interesting. And if I had to, if I remember right, they had a show called The Two Corys on AMC or A&E. And this is like a couple of years ago before, before Corey had died, Corey Hamer died. And I think that's one of the discussions they had on the show. That, you know, Corey Haim was basically saying, I'm hurting and I got so much stuff that happened to me. That's why I take these drugs. And I guess it was his cry out to Corey Feldman. And but, you know, when you when you dealing with somebody like that, it's a lot of baggage that comes with it. Like the kind of flaky, you don't know if you can believe them. So right. at this point, Corey Feldman, I think he was married and his wife was like. You can't take care of Corey if Corey doesn't want to be taken care of. Right. Um, and I don't want to bring it all heavy and stuff, but I just remember right, right. I remember some of the uh, episodes, and I think it was that, like, they were just trying to find help for him. And I think that, like I said, they talked about some of those things that happened to him earlier on in his career and why, you know, he was the way he was. But uh, we're not going to bring it up. We're going to bring it up. So let's jump right into it. Blown Away, 1993. Uh, your first thoughts after watching this movie, Chanel. I wanted to send y'all a selfie of my face at the ending, <laughs> but it, my face looked great. I was like, I can't even share this with the world. Um, my first thoughts was, thank you for reminding me what the 80s, 90s was like. Um, I needed that in my spirit because we've been, like I said to you guys offline, we've been seeing shows and movies that are too good. Like I needed to see an action movie where there was too many explosions, too much sex. Like I needed that in my system. Um, And overall, I was like, I just kept thinking throughout the movie, this is super well made. It's just a shitty, it's still shitty, but it's so well made. And I kind of think I liked it. So that would be oh, my, my outcome. Yeah. Let's let's save let's save it. Let's save that. Let's save okay. that. Um, Jay, after oh. immediately after you watched it, I know it was more like, man, fuck Jeff. <laughs> what was it? No, no, you know what? I actually had fun with it because I actually live tweeted it. Yeah, I, I so Oh yeah, you were live tweeting. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I live tweeted it and I was having fun with it. And uh, yeah, I'm like. Actually, I kind of needed that laugh or whatnot, I guess. Right. I watched it. And it's just like, it's like, there's, like, how did this movie get made? Like, easy. Right. Like, Easy. <laughs> easy. How? I can tell you how. 
Somebody said, oh I, I got, it was so easy in the 90s to write up a script mm-hmm. and find, uh, I think this director was from Canada. If I'm not mistaken, he was Canadian. Yeah, and he Canadian did it. Movie, yeah, yeah it, it, and I think one of them, I think Corey Haim is from Canada, or maybe both. No, I'm not sure. One of them is from Canada. One of them is from Canada too. I think it's Corey Haim. So, hey, you want to make a movie? Sure. But my thing was, oh, we got money because those explosions aren't cheap. Thank you. Yes, it was a well-made so, movie. Well, some of the explosions. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was one that looked like a Lego screenshot. Like there was like in the middle, like they tried to make it look bigger than it was. And so they just showed a still of fire and then went back to the action. I noticed that. They 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 spent some dough for this movie. Even I know it was low budget, you know, it wasn't like a hundred million dollars or anything like that. They spent more money than they should have for this movie. <laughs> and I get a kick out of it because everybody bought in. And what I think is they bought into something that didn't play out like they thought, but (laughs) it's funny because it's similar like to the room. Like everybody knows you haven't, you seen the room before, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tommy Wiseau. Okay. You people, people are laughing, but they're not laughing at what he made. They're laughing at what they see, Mm -hmm. what came out. And I think this movie is kind of similar too. Cause I'm like, where is this movie supposed to be serious at? (laughs) And I guess the murder. (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, you can't even take this serious. I mean, that. Oh my god. Okay, the the mother's death, and I'm like, why? I'm like, wait a minute. Like, she basically killed herself. Wait, I really want to. I really. She lit up a cigarette. Like, okay. Okay, I want to start from the beginning because I just tell y'all, you asked me about my reaction at the end, but bruh, at 12 minutes in, I knew what type of time it was because it was two naked teenagers on my screen. I was like, oh, this type. Okay, I I, I got comfortable. I said, well, I don't even need to take notes. I'm going to remember everything that happens. Just watch the movie. So it was, um, it was, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's amazing. I'm actually getting happy thinking about it. it. I enjoy watching this movie. Oh my god! Okay, so the mother is late for the birthday party. Yes. This is the opening of the movie. Everybody, the mother's late, and the daughter's like, "Oh, we got away from mom." Dad's pretty much like, "Fuck her." <laughs> let's sing happy birthday. <laughs> oh, she always late. Quit playing. Let's let's sing happy birthday. And we see her driving, and immediately. Three seconds before that car goes out of control, she just lights up a cigarette. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is not going to end well. <laughs> and, and I guess, you know, she loses control of the car. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening? And that's how that's the cold open. That's how we take it into this oh, universe. Can I add to this, though, please? Yeah. Because the important thing is there's, there's a bomb. Right. Her car. Yes. And not just a bomb under her car, but she loses control. And instead of jumping out the car or trying to stop, she just screams and crashes right into a gas tank. But never lets go of the cigarette, though. Cigarette still in her hand. <laughs> but, 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 okay, I got, I got to add this to that, too. Why, when the bomb quote unquote goes off, it was why delayed. Did she accelerate? Why did she accelerate? That's what she said. Fuck. It. She said, "This is how I go." She just she didn't try at all to stop. I, like, what are you doing? I like, was more worried about why was that a delayed bomb reaction? Because it's like she hit the gas, and it was just like one, two, three, boom. I was like, "Oh, is that how it really works?" I thought it would be immediate. 
the the and the other funny part was like she might have survived because it seemed like just the back was was like you know smoking up and then she crashed into a tanker like it was like a guaranteed explosion she really could have been been like she could have survived this and that was the part that was overkill but again i know what type of time it is now from this open okay so question without this cold open would the movie still work if they just started it out showing um wes and them working on the resort did they have to have this scene at the beginning to get you going or whatever in the movie? Because I just feel like I feel like in the end of the at, at the end of the movie we forget all about her mother. Her mother is not even really a plot point. It was just a scene, just for the sake of having a scene. For me, well, okay. So, well, I guess they they set it up to kind of give that whole tension that we get later on between uh megan and her dad oh boy you know it's it's implied well it's it's alluded to at least from megan that he killed her mother right so we we never get true clarification on that no we just get the the detective (laughs) i'll open up the case yeah right that's all we got so why why did you open it back up we never get that all right, it's, it's like that he know. It's like that he know more than because he even. I mean, I know I'm jumping ahead, but he even alludes like, well, um, you know, I, I investigated your mother's death, you know, last year and, and everything. So it's like, okay. Well, I'm like, did they have you... one detective? Oh, sorry, yeah, just like, him. I guess so. Just yeah. him. And she's like, "What the fuck you want?" She was like, "Why are you here? <laughs> Why the fuck so, are you here, man?" But she was kind of like, oh, shit. Well, somebody paying attention to what's going on. Well, yeah. He was supposed to be. My answer is, you you got to really hear me. They let us know what type of movie this was about to be in the first 10 minutes. So if the movie hadn't been explosions and sex the rest of the time, then yes, that code open was unnecessary. But that code open lets you know, like, bro, we're blowing people up. You're going to be blown away. So I say, yes, keep it in. Okay, I mean that's fine. I mean, yeah. it, I think the movie could have worked without it, but from what you're saying to set the tone, fantastic because it's like y'all are about to see some fuck shit. Let's get ready to watch yes. and yes. enjoy. Right. <laughs> All right, so we move along and we'll skip the part of Wes talking to his brother in the walkie-talkie. He finally sees um, uh, where's the girl name? I'm forgetting right now. Uh, Megan. 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 And she okay. This is my problem. I think she's training a horse. Mm-hmm. But it's very. But the horse goes out of control, or just you know, kind of like goes <laughs> up, and I'm like, wait a minute. So, if you training a horse, shouldn't you be able to know how to handle a horse? She looked so scared, or maybe she was acting. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe she was acting mm, to get his attention. To get his attention, so he can come rush over there and like a dummy. Wow. He did come rush over there. And, wow. Yeah. Because I'm just like, um, Megan, sweetheart, you're not good at your job at all. Uh, these are the details that I glazed over because I was just like, I because I didn't know what the stakes at that point. So I was like, okay, yeah, like Horace, you know, she, he's just mean to girl. She seems nice enough. I had no idea how diabolical this was until you just put it back together for me. I'm gonna tell you something that just came off the dome because I was just thinking about it. Okay. Like, <laughs> like did she? Yeah, like, I'm like, yeah. did she scheme this up to get his attention to come over there? Because you know, it was like, how long has she been watching him? 
Well, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, because, we'll circle back to that. Because uh, one thing I know, I noticed we kind of we're gonna be kind of jump ahead a little bit. Because I'm like, if she was paying attention to Rich for a while, well, how long was she fucking Wes? Wow, you just you, yeah. you ain't gonna give them to like that off top. You gotta let you know what I mean. I go. I'm just saying. Tell people in the notes. No, listen. Tell people in the notes to watch the movie first because that reveal is huge. Okay, I'm, and I'm getting upset because if we're gonna talk about the end. I just want to say this bitch is 17 years old. Okay, so I just really let, also want to talk through. All that. right, let's take the gloves off. Let's just get there because I was okay. waiting. All right, <laughs> let's talk through so that. he says. She said, I got a birthday party to go to. He says with a, a, a maniac smile, Sweet 16. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. What the fuck are we about to watch? And she was like, does this look like a body of a 16-year-old? And he, was like, he didn't ask any more questions. And I'm like, no, nah, buddy. That ain't the way you do it. Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't clear. That was very purposely vague. Okay, I, but, okay but, but I got a question real quick. Uh, how old is rich supposed to be right i think rich at, is supposed to be 18 21? 18 up wait, it's like, wait don't they meet at bars yeah they are at bars wait, yeah they go to bars they, they yeah so to, they got this they got to be 21 disgusting. <laughs> but you know and this is not to applaud that time or that era movies were famous for doing that it was yeah. so famous for you to see older guys in that 21 25 range messing right, with right. 16 and 17 year olds Very and it's just, it's just odd watching it in 2021 even when i saw this i was just like oh that's how i went so, back in the day i also want to just exactly and because i also want to say thinking of the characters like the the girl megan is so diabolical and i kept asking myself when did she when was would her brain develop to this place like who is at that point of treachery at 17? Like, I can't even fathom being able to get to that place psychologically. Like, she's a villain at 17. How? All I would say to that is watch The Crush with Alicia Silverstone. Okay. <laughs> because that's, she. she's oh, like, yeah, that's, she's like that same age. This and she's diabolical in that. Yeah. So, um, oh, my God. So he says, uh, what are you going to do? you going to walk home? She's like, I don't know how I'm going to get home. How did you get there? This is your job. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't care. All right. So he gets on a horse and he rides back to her career. But I guess or whatever. And she was like, oh, you know, I'm having a party or whatever. And she writes it on his hand. And he's like, I got plans. And she's like, change them. Uh, so you know how that went. He, <laughs> um, and then I think he sees his girlfriend. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Not his girlfriend. Darlene, I guess it's somebody he just... That's basically, I took Darlene to be <clears throat> the girl that, like, he literally led on probably all last year. Like, they probably legitimately dated, and then he just decided she wasn't cool enough. So he started playing, like, playing the back with her. But, <clears throat> excuse me, but clearly, like, they had been, they had a thing. Like, that's like an ex. I'm going to say they were, they was, there was a sexual thing there. Because she was like, it's been three days. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'll try. And she was like, I want to see you. I think that was like, I'm just guessing that they were hooking up. And she oh, wanted absolutely, to, absolutely. And she wanted to hook up and I'm hanging out with the guys, bro. You can hook up with the guys anytime she wants to hang out with you. But whatever. We know where his mind was at. <laughs> he was thinking about, you know, the new 
I can't even say woman, the new teenager in his life. Yeah, like, new girl. Like, what's happening right now? Um, question for y'all two. Do you think they did a disservice of how they played on the relationship of Wes and um, his brother? And when I say that, it's because you know how, all right, you know how brothers can be. <laughs> They always mess with each other. They get sick of each other real, you know, easy. But Wes and Rich were kind of like, how we going to the party? Okay, cool. Yeah, we're going to the party. And then this underlining of hatred, you just like jabs were coming for no reason. I'm like, the fuck is wrong with these two guys? And it felt like it was something else missing. And then you just got the bomb all of a sudden. You like dad beat us, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, whoa, um, is this another movie? Did we miss something? A rich backstory. Characters deserve a rich backstory. That's what they gave. It, it felt so late in the movie. No, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying I see. I, I get them. I'm gonna. I'm gonna represent the movie from here on out because I feel like I get it. I feel like it makes sense to me, and so I'm gonna let y'all know that I think they did it on purpose because <laughs> it was like the big reveal. Okay, so she's capping for the movie. Yeah, basically, I got my cape on. This absolutely happened too late, this big reveal. This is like almost at the third act. You should have killed dad. I'm like, (laughs) wait a minute. Where did this come from? I'm like, we could have had this in the first act, and then, you know, it would have played out a lot better, but you just saw them snipe, like, just... Being nasty to each other for no reason. You're like, all what, right. I, this is a cultural take I had. Okay, they, Corey, oh, Corey. So Feldman, who's Wes, made it clear to to somebody at some point that they were half brothers. And I think for white people, that's a big deal. Like for white people, that's like when you have a black sheep in the family or some shit. So like, I think they had a conflict inherently because they had different moms or something. Whatever. He, different it was fathers. something where they. I think. It? I think but that wouldn't make sense because then how would he be able to tell you about your daddy? You know what I mean? How would while we child? I don't know. Cause now I didn't. Yeah, now, I'm, so now I don't remember. I don't remember that point. I don't know if it's different fathers I, I, or different mothers. I, but it's, I thought it, just, it was different dads. I thought it was different okay, dads. And and the fact because they allude to the fact that Rich is older. So right. Yeah, it was, but he, but for some reason, Feldman's dad but, liked. Hang better or something like that. I, I, How about the fact that Feldman seemed to be 35? Like, it's also not <laughs> good. Like, something doesn't feel, they're not the same age. Um, can yeah. I tell you something? That is absolutely going to be tweeted out that Corey Feldman <laughs> looked like he was 35. <laughs> he looked like the older, older brother. He was McConaughey in that movie coming back for the high school girls. Like it was not, you know what I mean? It was not cute. So I think that's the problem is that I don't understand the context, but it seemed like he was resentful from jump. I would say that. But it did, but it, from jump, they were all like, Oh, we going to party. Like, okay, whatever, whatever. And then when right. it came to the girl, he was like, Oh, if I get it first. And then I think if you pay attention, the two side friends said, Oh, remember when both of y'all started liking the um, last girl, you two almost killed each other. Oh, it was really subtle if you saw it. I was yes, like, oh, yes, I caught yes. that. And I'm like, oh, okay. So they're used to it. Yeah, them liking the same girl, I guess, is not a good thing. So, again, go, so going back to this party, right? <laughs> we, okay, I want to point out that I had to 
okay, I have been in the house this whole time. Like I barely just started going out. Right. And I find myself still being like snooty about this party because they walked into this house party like, oh, basically they didn't say this, but they're like, oh, this is lit. And it was just a bunch of white kids just doing like two steps in the living room. And I was like, that ain't nothing. But then I was like, Chanel, you have not left the house. Why? Like, who are, how are you judging this party? But it was just so like lackluster kind of of a party scene that it kind of did not get me hyped. But then he goes upstairs and sees the 16-year-old or 17-year-old in white lingerie. Wait, wait. Talking with another I, dude. Time out. Y'all, y'all just going to skip over past. Oh. Corey Feldman <laughs> told everybody, don't you dance. I got this, everybody. Oh. <laughs> he is violently dancing in front of everybody. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck yeah, is he doing? Seven. He comes in. <laughs> he is doing some bullshit. And I'm like. Why is he dancing like a soul train dancer? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> Where they go? Oh, good times. That yeah, you're right. He did um but that's what I'm saying. I feel like they had to cut I feel like they cut that out. Like they basically were like, "Okay, Corey, you put this in your contract, but this is not a full dance battle scene, okay?" Oh, like, good that. lord. <laughs> so yeah, he go upstairs and I don't know if anybody caught this. There was mm-hmm. A 45-year-old fat bearded man on the right-hand side. And I was like, why the fuck is he in there with a bunch of teenagers? What is happening right now? I did catch that. And in hindsight, these are the people putting together the nefarious activities that we find out later. Like, these are the street people who are running the errands of the bombs. I'm not going to say you're wrong. Okay. At this point, I am not going to say you wrong <laughs> right. because the guy that was in the club that she yes. he was in there too because he was a guy talking. So he might have been his buddy, but I'm like, why is this old ass man like, yo, y'all ain't gonna call the police? And she up there in her lingerie, <laughs> like, I didn't get to right. thank you properly. Oh, buddy, <laughs> yo, yeah, he ain't asked no questions, nothing. Here we go. And when I say this sex scene was too long i mean my guy i mean it it was uncomfortable it got to a point where and i know they were dating around this time so that's why it was engaged oh sorry yeah my bad they were engaged oh they were oh that's cool did you see all that tongue they were absolutely (laughs) they were were. i want to y'all might be uncomfortable i was not i want you to know that i started screaming and rewound because i was like wait a minute so they immediately show titties right it's oh like immediately not even a, it's not even a guess and i'm like i'm like are they about to just like show everything and they literally show him sucking on the titties they show cunnilingus they show full naked bodies and they show smanging up against the wall and i'm like this is literal soft court we can end it they can end the movie at, at 13 minutes yeah. like what are we doing this is um old girl eckhart it was eckhart eckhart she was eckhart. off Baywatch, and she was ready to show it all because no <laughs> Baywatch, you know, they went, they didn't go all the way there with Baywatch because they always had their little bikinis on and they're yeah, like, it was on TV. Yeah. So she was like, in this, nah, I'm going to show everything. And they're having their scene. Um, like I said, it was, it was what it was. I got it. Like I said, I think uh, as far as the Corey's go, were going, they wanted to be seen more adult. So they wanted to portray this. But again, I, I question that because I'm like, why did she have to be 17? I get it's the story of the movie, but it's just retrospect now. It's icky now. It doesn't look right now because, you know, we don't, society doesn't do that anymore. And it's, uh, you know, the movie 
movies have changed a lot. But we might as well just get into the fact that they fuck 50% of the film. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It becomes a thing where, like, there's later a montage of them just having sex all around <laughs> right? the house. Oh, my God. Yes. And the funniest part is what she said. I'm disappointed in you. Not done yet. I'm like, what? <laughs> he just peeked his yeah, head up. I'm not done yet. <laughs> what is happening right now? Well, so I'm going to ask this question again. Mm. What happened to her before this moment that she's ready, like she's that comfortable in bed with this stranger? What has she been doing from age 14 to now? I'm just blown away by, oh, hey, there you go. <laughs> there we go. The title. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> he threw it in there. Um, maybe killing her mom just woke up her evil side. I don't know. <laughs> no. But Jeff, like yeah. like what I well like what I said in my own thread about it. This is where she gripped him up. She she she. Oh him up. yeah, his oh, nose yeah. was open. He he, he was soul. Oh, he yeah. was done. He had him in a jar. He, okay. She oh my goodness, she had him, and he, and she knew it too. So after the sex, um, they having a conversation, and uh, what was this conversation about? Did you ever want to kill somebody or something like that? Right. <laughs> Oh, he, That's what I said. Okay, whoa, whoa, and he was, and he pretty much said it without saying, "Like, what the fuck is wrong with you?" And she was like, "No, it's a real question." Blah blah. And he's like, "Yeah, I wanted to kill." Uh, did he say it, my dad? I think he said his dad. Yeah, he said, "Yeah, exactly." The abusive one. What? Uh, yeah, and all this stuff. And he said, "No, you know, my uh, West." Oh no! It was like, have you got mad or something? Because he was talking about his dog. Mm-hmm. West had killed his dog. Oh. Oh, I just nope. put that together. Yes. Okay. He okay. said, you know, he was, you know, he felt a certain type of way about that and stuff. And she's picking his brain for a reason. You know, now in retrospect, I we right. get it why, you know, she was asking all those questions. Fair. Um, so it's the morning and they waking up booty ball naked in the bed. And she's like, Oh shit, my dad. I just need you to mention that detail. That's important. They were they were they were spooning so tough. I was like, Oh yeah. Did y'all was, love each what just happened? Yeah, it was a a tender moment that could get his okay. ass locked up. <laughs> and she's like, oh shit, my dad's here. <laughs> and wait, 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 wait. But the fact that they were let, let's let's let it be known. They were in her dad's <laughs> Oh shit, I forgot about that. Yes. This so this un- this girl has some balls on her. I know she don't have balls, but she got some guts. Cause she like fucking okay. And I'm like, whoa, okay. And you know what Wes says when he she says my dad's home? How old are you? Yes. <laughs> like, when you were thinking about that when you were fucking me? Like, what? Well, yeah, she says that to him. She says, this is the wrong time to ask. But I'm like, ma'am. Ma'am, it's not. <sighs> I, I was just so irritated. I was yeah, like. I you can't you can't say that. And I know Shahi gonna listen to this and get mad. You can't say that after post squirt. After you finish, you know, <laughs> you just can't say how old are you? And her dad going. I was just gonna say, like, you know, the movie scenarios and real life scenarios are different for me. I'm way more rude about movie scenarios, right? And I think that in real life, you know, I could see that story being spun into her being 
groomed or being you know made uncomfortable or being coerced and so this movie had to make her this like again they did not have to make her 16 but they had to make her this like femme fatale super seductress like i see you it's on site we're fucking like they had to make her this otherwise it would be very uncomfortable like she clearly had to be the aggressor because she's too damn young for all of these activities it's just blowing my mind because if you heard about this scenario outside of a movie you would be like oh lock him up but it's clear that she's like, you know what I mean? She's the evil one. She's like in charge. She's like, so I'm like, this is this is what was nasty about the 90s to me is that they would write characters like this. You want to know something very interesting? I just thought about it. When her father comes in from whatever he was at, he says, and I quote, did you have a party? Yo, she could have had a fucking, she could have had a fucking orgy and you won't there, but you worried about who's in there now? No, my guy, it, the whole house was trashed. <laughs> and he was just cool was about so it. Clear. Party? <laughs> oh. She said, you you here early, damn. How you stressed? He's, <laughs> he's like, yeah, okay, fair. Who's been sleeping in my bed? Well, clearly, you didn't see the condoms that were laying all on the ground when you came. So you worrying about your bed now? Jesus. And then he goes, if there's someone in here, or, or okay, basically, Hayne finds his way out. And he goes, if there had been someone in here, I would have murdered him. And she goes, okay. And I'm like, not okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> I would have murdered him. Okay. Elephant, another elephant in the room. Did he like his daughter a little bit too much? It did feel yes. weird. Yes. yes that did. Weird. There was like tension between them. Like, are y'all married? That's, that's what it felt like. like he started like, treating her like the wife. Like, don't, yeah. you can't go anywhere. Don't, nobody's talking to you. You're my property. And I'm like, ew. Yeah, I don't like movies that intimate that the dad is inappropriate or there's like a sexual ag- aggression there without making it clear. Because it's like, I would rather it not be there at all if it's not, if the whole point is not to talk about healing. Like, you're just implying it and we just have to be okay. Like, I, I gross. It was just very gross. Yeah, because they didn't define actually what had been going on. So you kind of yeah. always left with that. I don't know. Yeah, this don't feel right. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's where her sexual awakening came from with her dad. Oh, but probably ew. I mean, the way she talking about it, because she's like, oh, oh, she kind of like she told her man, uh, yeah, the sex is okay, but you know, you know, the good sex (laughs) is when you want it all the time. I'm like, damn, at least she a straight shooter because she did not hold no punches when it came to it. He just had that looking for like, huh? Like, yeah, oh, that's my that is my question. What would you do if somebody if, she, if somebody said we just had great sex and she said it was good? It wasn't great. <laughs> well, I mean, what would y'all do? As I want to know, as individuals, how how are y'all reacting? Uh, my, my knees weak. I don't care what she said. Yeah, okay. You know, I guess <laughs> I guess we won't right. be doing it again. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> she goes you can't it can't have be great sex unless you're two are madly in love and yeah. i'm like again ma'am how many times have you experienced that because i'm oh, damn near 30 and i do not know if i can speak to this experience this child is speaking of she said you had to be addicted to it and want it all the time yeah i'm like, yeah, it's like you're just 17 like who have you been addicted to clearly she gets addicted to it, or she either just running game because that sex montage we get to in the second act is like 10 minutes long i'm like oh my god make this stop so he hides in her car she's gonna leave because she's upset with her dad he just pops up going my way 
and she just speeds off. Oh I'm like, okay, I think that was supposed to be for a laugh, but it was too cheesy to laugh at. But still Absolutely. a little bit funny. A little bit funny. Um, oh, let me see where we at now. Uh, oh, yeah, she, they're in the car talking, and they're basically she's basically saying, you know, she's basically telling him, I want to kill my dad. And this is the part where he says, yeah, I thought about killing my dad before. And she was like, did you do it? And he said, no, that's crazy. Like, you know, that's crazy. So what are you talking about? So like, she's been given like, this is about the third or fourth red flag right now. And he is still like, not really grasping who he's talking to or understanding the situation. And I thought that Corey Haim as the, you know, the actor of the character, I thought that was played really well. That naive, being naive about the situation. Because all he's thinking about is like, hey, I really like her. Mm-hmm. The sex is good. I'm not thinking about all this other stuff. She's just talking. But you got to pay attention to when, you know, women are talking to you because she's saying that for a reason. And he's still like, whatever. What do you guys think? I, I mean, I didn't see the twist coming. I'll just say that, right? Like, I literally was like, oh, when it happened, I said, wait, what the fuck? So I, all these things going back are what is what's making me like this movie because there was so much raunchy shit that you missed that there was a plot developing. And mind you, it wasn't developing that well. But um, yeah, like, I think that he was just his, like you said, his nose was wide open. Like, he wasn't, he wasn't sensing anything. And so we're kind of suspicious, but not enough because of him. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, he just he just lost and still thinking about what happened last night. That's that, that's what's yeah, on his mind. He lost everything the sauce. else is just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He lost in the sauce. Everything else is just uh, whatever. So just, yeah, through through this, uh, we move on and he's I guess about to go play racquetball with his brother, and Darler walks past and she's basically like "fuck you" and oh no, y'all let me talk to you. It's like no, you stood her up. She was waiting for you and you chose not to go in half. Um, a good time with her and basically his brother's talking to him and they're playing racquetball or either attempting to play racquetball. I'm not sure if either one of them know how to play. Cause they seem like kind of funky the way they were, they were playing it. And I know I've seen racquetball a little bit different and they might've been high knowing them too, but Wes is basically, why do I love racquetball scenes? Sorry. I just love when two men are in a racquetball space talking. I don't, I was like, Ooh, good choice. Like I was into it at this point. I don't know. I hate I hate racquetball in movies. I think it's I think that is the most just a, just the game itself. I'm like just go play tennis. I get it. I do. I, I heard people say you, you can get a, a, a great sweat and a great workout plan. No, for real, seriously, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just ain't for me. And Wes is okay. telling him, bro, she's 17. She will fuck your head up. Basically, he tells him. Yeah, he, he's telling him like. But I'm wondering, see, this is me thinking. How old is Wes? How old is Wes? He's two years older than him. (laughs) He does. He really does look 35. But he's looked 35 for the longest. So he's like. And that's fair. That's a fair statement. So he's two years. Okay. I'm going to say he's 23. We're going to play devil's advocate. I'm going to say Wes Mm -hmm. is 23 and Rich is 21. Mm-hmm. So okay, so even when the twist comes, that's even worse. I know. Twenty 
I know. So this is this is when I turn on the writers though, because they really are framing it as if like these guys just know how these girls this young are. And there was this idea that like again, girls this age are tricky and sneaky and diabolical. Like I, I just I'm starting to turn, I guess, against the movie that I love because Wes is talking about her. Like, how do you know Wes? Ain't you dating women in your age? Like it's just kind of this it's well. nasty. That one girl that he hitting on on the uh, on the trail, she looked like she might have been around Megan's age. Fair you know, fair when enough. when I see stuff like this in movies or when I hear stuff like this in movies, I'm always envisioning or seeing somebody, especially from the writer standpoint, it's mm-hmm. coming from a pain of this happened to me or I experienced this. So let me get this out in this character. Even I know even when I was writing a long, long time ago, that's how I would write. If I wrote something in that, in, in that character, I would write uh, something that I went through. But I'm writing it throughout that character. So I, I, that's, I honestly feel like, you know, either the writer had knew somebody that this happened to or it happened to him. And I know, you know things move a little bit different in Canada. Shouts out to the folks in Canada that may be listening to this. Uh, I just know things are different. I do know that. I have friends. They're going to be like, Jeff, don't put that on us. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm just saying, I know in different parts of the world, this sort of thing isn't frowned upon. Yeah. Unfortunately. And it, it, to me, it's, I would never understand it. It's nasty. It's disgusting. You have nothing you can talk about with that person. Y'all don't have but one thing in common, and that is sex. Um, and, and me clearly in this movie, these two, what, what are they talking about? What are they talking about that's important? Oh, we're going to get this money and we're going to kill my daddy. And his dumb sex. ass believing. <laughs> In the meantime, let's have sex. Oh, we're going to kill my dad and get this money. Let's have yeah, sex. that's what I'm saying. That's like, it, it was. Well, so there's a there's this diabolical underplot of like, you know, uh, what's his, not rich, rich is being played. But the, the irony is that the dad is truly an asshole. Like, it, true. it really... You can you can really believe she wants to kill this man just because he deserves to die because he's an asshole to her. So I'm not like that's also the interesting part about it is how there is some real motivation behind what her like masterminding everything. But let me ask you about this. So her mom, from all we know, she might have been a chain smoker, but she seems like a sweetheart. Where's mom coming? Like, why did she kill her mama? Like, what did her mom do? Great question. Well, that's how, okay. What if the whole thing was, I just want the money, so I got to get my mom out of the way first. That's what I have been thinking all day today. When I was watching it at work, I was like, yeah, maybe she just was trying to get her, both our parents out to paint, and she knew she had to do it one year, you know, one year here, and one the next year, another one. But switch it up, boo-boo. Why are you doing the same thing? I mean, truly. The bomb. It, it, she did the she did the bomb thing four times. <laughs> <laughs> she just was like, hey, hey, do you have any? If it ain't broke, though, no, if it ain't broke, don't <laughs> yeah, no fix it. Yeah, right? Stick with what you know, right? She said, Would you like like can we do a monthly plan? Oh, um my do you want to hand deliver? Can I pay for shipping up front? Like she was just very like, this works. Okay. So by this point in the movie, everybody, she has ghosted. <laughs> She's ghosted rich. He's calling her. I swear he's wearing a do-rag. He's wearing a do-rag. 
I don't know why Corey Havis wearing a do-rag. And I questioned it for the longest. And I'm questioning it right there. This man has on a do-rag calling her. She ain't she just ghosted him. She basically ghosted him. Wait, can we also talk about how she ghosted him from inside her own home? Oh, oh. So he woke up <laughs> woke up at her house and she, and she was just gone. gone. He had to call his brother to pick him up from the house that she brought him to. But now, you know, as we're talking and we hear we talking about this sensational movie with all its bad things about it. Where did she go? Why did she ghost him? Was she with Wes around this time? Were they talking out the plan and how things were going to go? Was she just uh, with the random bar guy that we saw that was at the party? Uh, like, we don't know. And I feel like the more and more I think about it, and I know I'm jumping ahead and I know we'll mm-hmm. get there, but I just feel like her and Wes had this all planned out. They 100% yeah. did. Uh, yeah, most most definitely. So he's calling, he's looking, he's like he's sad or whatever. And I think eventually she pulls up. She just pulls up randomly one day. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, basically, he's like, yo, why you ghost me like that? I was calling you. I was trying to find you. I was worried. And she was like, oh, whatever. You know, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll do better. I'm here now. Fuck boy one on one. She's like, I'm here now. Like she never gave him a real reason. And oh no, before she pull up, go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go back to that. When he's sitting in this chair, this like a like a king's chair. Oh, like the Godfather chair or something. Yeah, he's just sitting there with his hands like folded. Yeah, it's just his feelings, bro. Like he just lost. He just lost. Like you know what? Oh no, do. that was the second. No, 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 no. That's the second oh, that time. Was later. That was later. This the first time is he sees Darla walk past. He's like Darla, Darla, and he's trying to apologize. And she's like, I don't want to hear you always yes. do this. Then um, the girl pulls up in the car, and uh, Wes is like, uh, "They go your girl," and that's when she go and they go out there have the conversation. And she's like, "Oh, I'll do better. I'm sorry." He he he. And he's like, "Okay, baby." Basically, that's way, what happened. And- this is for Darla because she's the only actual victim in this movie. Because she dead ass is like, like just imagine her. Because I like to think about her backstory, right? She's like finally gonna pump herself up. She's gonna tell this guy that he doesn't deserve her and he's not treating her right. And then his new bitch pulls up and he just walks away <laughs> while she's yeah. trying to like assert herself. And I'm just like, oh, Darla. And they're yeah, making she, out. She really got the short end of the stick. Hey, but you know what? I don't stick. like the way they try to paint her at the end. Not at the end, but in the second act. I don't like what they, I, absolutely, I absolutely. do not like what the writers absolutely. tried to do there. Um, because irregardless of the situation, they made it, they played it out like she did something wrong. And I didn't yeah. like that because I'm like, well, no, she, he clearly has his mind on something else. She's a grown woman. She can do whatever she want to do. And if that's what she chose to do, he's like, oh, you little slut. And who's the real slut now? And I'm like, bro, somebody in their feelings writing, and I know it. <laughs> but I, 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 you know, I get it. Sometimes you got to get that stuff out. But as they're making out, um, <laughs> they're making out outside. Wes says, and I, I don't I'm gonna quote in this. I'm sure he said this. He said, "Yeah, I'm getting a chubby just looking." That's your brother. He abs. Weirdo. What are you talking about? He 100 said that. Um. 
who says okay, that? Yeah, no, you're right. I, I, it was very weird, but it, you're making me realize just how weird it was. I, I, I think I laughed, so I'm a little bit ashamed that I didn't remember that they were brothers in that moment. It was very gross. You know why you didn't remember because they were brothers? Because they didn't play it out like they were really brothers. They could have said they were best friends yeah. and it still would have played out. It would have played out better. Made way more exactly. sense. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. it's like, y'all got a lot. Well, Wes has a lot of hatred for him and it really comes out in that end, but we'll get there. Like, what the fuck happened to him? <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's excited watching his brother make out for some weird reason. We get past that point. Um, well, I also think he's telling Darla, like, hey, Darla, look, fuck you. Like, they're making out, you know, your old news. Like, I feel like that was what it was more about, like, making Darla feel like shit. Yeah. Because he was like, look, he, he don't would, care. He, he did. He was kind of like, <laughs> he, he's not, he don't care about you no more. Ha ha. And so now we go through this. <laughs> another red flag. Another red flag is happening. She decides to go on, take the car and just go on a mad ride. She's driving without no hands. He's like, he's like, he's like, no, please drive. (laughs) He's all scared and stuff because she's driving all crazy and stuff. I mean, how many more red flags you got to see this? I need to stop messing with her, Bruh, She was dropped. I've never, and I would, I would ask you, you fellas, to also search your brains. They don't even drive like that on Fast and Furious. (laughs) I have not seen driving that fucking reckless. I, I can't even think. Oh my uh, god! It's a, it, no, I, I haven't. It, I haven't. I no, I have never seen nobody on Fast and Furious just take their hands out the way and just smile. She was insane. <laughs> He's like, "No, please drive!" Oh god! She she was driving in the incoming lane, not to pass, just to drive. Like it was just like I was like, "Is she okay?" Like okay, you. And I want y'all to remember, she got her license seven months ago. <laughs> this is not a twenty-seven-year-old woman. This is a seventeen-year-old. Boy, did they play it out like she's a 17-year-old woman. Uh, so she drives back to her house with um, him, and she goes in the house first. He turns his back for, like, two seconds, and he's like, Megan, Megan, where are you, Megan? And I'm like, holy shit, she was just right there. What the fuck is this? She got powers or something? She's slipping through a, a secret <laughs> trap door. Right. So he, she goes, he goes upstairs and sees her naked with a duck. And I forgot he said something stupid like that's a nice looking duck or some shit he said. I'm like, what is happening right now? Like, cause I'm gonna tell you what that duck did. You know what that duck made me do? That duck made me say, bro, she's 17. What the fuck am I watching right now? She's probably, I mean, I'm gonna go there with this, but she's probably did some stuff with that duck, you know, when she was younger. I'm sure like, her and Wes had done some things with that duck uh, together. And now she didn't, now she doing stuff with him and this damn duck. So oh, ah, that duck deserves justice too. <laughs> no, the duck was the real victim of the Yeah, the duck, the duck was the, her, Wes, the daddy, everybody ran through that duck, and that oh. duck needs help. So <laughs> duck needs support. This is where we go to our another sex scenes. This no. Yeah. The sex scene of all sex scenes. This is a, this is a staycation. Let's have sex all day scene. Yeah, this is that. This is that extended montage where he just is like, let's just have sex all the time. This is what she says she wanted. This is when she, you know, this is when sex is good. You're addicted to it. Yes. And it's this the, the perfect. It's the perfect scene 
to tell you everything about this move. He's making <laughs> breakfast for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, he's feeding their stuff or whatever, whatever. He picks up orange juice and just throws it on her. I'm not going to say he spilled it because if you watch it, he's just like, <laughs> yeah, oh, man. And I'm just like, he started kissing and licking it up. And I'm like, oh, I know, okay, I get it, guys. Y'all love each other. I mean, y'all really love each other. Yeah. And y'all want the cameras to really know, like, we are into these characters because we are really into each other. And I'm just like, I'm kind of disgusted. So, so, so why did she just have, like, a random bottle of whipped cream just right there? She just had it. Like, <laughs> Chanel said it was a staycation. Those things are just there at times. <laughs> they just for various reasons. I'm, I'm like, what is going on here? Like this man. I'm like, how is he still alive? I'm point? trying to figure where her daddy at. Like, I'm like, your daddy was came in at first, like he was about to shoot somebody. Now he's gone for like two or three days, and y'all just got the house to yourself. Hold on, wait. I do want to clarify. Jay said bowl. Uh, said bottle. It was definitely a bowl of just whipped cream, like Cool Whip, basically. And I'm like, you're, and it was next to her. Yes. As it was very, um, yeah, it was very like they they knew what they were doing. Um, the neglectful father piece of this is amazing because on her birthday, her mother was murdered, and the father is still like, look, girl, I gotta. I got a meeting and coffee and also like, I just need some time to myself. And it's just leaving her alone for days at a time. Like y'all are saying, this is uh, insane. Yeah. She's basically taking care of herself. And I think that maybe had played a thing into it where whatever she was going through with her mom, she got her mom out to paint and she didn't feel like she needed her dad, I guess. Except maybe the money, for the exception, you know, I need the money, you know, he has it. But other than that, she wasn't there emotionally. But the way they open, like I said, that cold open is like, I love my daddy and I love my mom. Right. So it's like we don't get that backstory. So it's just kind of like we all just always guessing this to, but like you said, what got her to this point. Abusive parent wise, though, you can't leave your kid all day and then come home and go the fuck off <laughs> if they're not ready. Like you've been gone for three days. She's not she doesn't know. Like, I just feel like it's it's a the dad just needs his ass beat is all I'm saying. Oh, uh, yeah. OK, but OK, may, maybe. OK, so them having the dad not be around, I guess they were trying to make it seem like, OK, we're going to be on her side as far as why she want to kill her dad. Because mm, okay. if the dad, quote unquote, did kill the mom, you know, he's not around. And then the reveal would have been that, oh, the dad is actually doing, mm-hmm. had did everything. I guess that's what he was trying to go for, but yeah. it just don't work out like that. I, yeah, I mean, I think they, I think they did that. It was just like they put a, they tried to have a lot happen in a, in a movie that didn't have that much character development. There you go, and I think that's with every character. The characters are not developed mm-hmm. well enough for us to really have any real attachment to any of them. Nobody. I mean, we're more attached to the duck than anything, but because <laughs> <laughs> right. it's just like. We're 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 sent to this world, we're sent to this universe, and okay, but who do we who do we gravitate towards? Because we can't gravitate towards West because no. <laughs> Nobody. And you feel sympathy for at first for me. Um it was Megan, Megan. And it's just like, wait a minute, 
no, something's off with her. So it's like, truthfully, truthfully speaking, and I didn't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. There's nobody likable in this movie. There's not a like likable character like you said. Oh, I really enjoyed, it. and maybe Darla. Yeah, it did. Actually, I will submit the black bouncer at the party is my. That's my number one coming out of this whole thing. The oh, guy who absolutely. Made show the, <laughs> the guy for ten seconds who made them show where they wrote down yeah. the address of the party is. He's my protagonist. So you can hear uh, Corey Feldman. I know he ad libbed this stupid shit. Yeah, buddy. I was just like, oh, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, I'd rather yeah, buddy, than hey, brother. Yeah, you got me there. <laughs> so, all right, so we got Wes waking up. I mean, Rich waking up, excuse me. Rich waking up to an empty bed. She's ghosting him again. And this time, as we were talking about earlier, it's her house. It's her bed. She don't have to leave, but she is gone. And he is scrambling all around the house looking for her, and she's just dipped. And this is when we get to the point of, uh, I think, him sitting in that chair. Because <laughs> he is super upset. And uh, uh, because he's talking to um his brother. He had to get his brother to come mm-hmm. pick him up. That's when his brother come and pick him up. And right, he's like, yes, yes. You know, Literally. all this stuff. And now I think, uh, let me remember. Oh, he asked him, can I borrow your truck and I give you my room? And Wes is with a girl, and he really likes um his brother's room, so he goes in. Okay, cool, whatever. Well, I also think there was the there was a piece of so so what uh, Rich, who's apparently older, um is or written to be older, is like uh has gotten a promotion within the little resort they work at, so he gets his own room because he's a leader of something. So I guess court, uh, I guess Feldman his character has to sleep in like bunks or some shit. So like, it's a big deal to get his room so he can go smang on the girl. So it's kind of like, it is a trade because he's looking for somewhere to go have sex. Um, but I feel like now I'm realizing these small things they put in the script that seems so annoying or like these plot, like to them, they were like, you gotta put this in there because that don't make sense about the room and the, and the, the Jeep. And so, yeah, that's like a plot point I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Um, so he gets his brother's Jeep and when he he goes back to the house, but when he goes back this time, the dad is like right there riding up on his bike, and she's they both walk in, and she comes running down. Oh, hey, how's it going? Sorry, I couldn't get back to you. I've been real busy. She's like a whole different character. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I get it. She's in front of her dad, so she could try to play that role or whatever. So you know, his dad is like, you know, stay with us, about to eat or whatever. Um, <laughs> Message to the fuckboys, by the way. That's how you do it. If you ghost, when you come back around, act like you didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> just be like, oh, my bad. And then disarm the person and they won't go anywhere. Like, oh like this is goodness. classic. You know, this you classic. you said it so perfectly. He had so much shit he wanted to say. Oh, how's it going? Oh, I'm sorry I couldn't get back to you. I've been super busy. And it was just like, uh, okay. Yep. <laughs> and she goes right up to him and kiss him like in front of his dad. So his dad, like, you know, stay, let's have dinner or whatever. So his dad basically, he, her dad does what most dads do. And he kind of grills them uh, in front of her. You know, he's kind of like nice or whatever. But then when she goes away, because he's, I forgot what he said sideways. She was like, I'm going upstairs or whatever. So he's talking. Well, to, 
Go no, ahead. Let's let's not skip over two things. <laughs> One, okay. we find out that the resort that Rich and Wes mm-hmm. work at, the dad is an investor in this in this business or whatnot. So he's kind of like, I guess, a shareholder or something. Well, they don't make that too clear. The second thing, this man takes off his shoe oh, and puts shit. his foot. <laughs> the re- and he's basically yes. toe fucking her under the table. Yes. To stimulate. Yeah, but it doesn't really connect or reach really well. Yeah, it's like, like wait a minute, but... The way they're applying it, like like he's six six or something with these long hands, the way he's really not. Yeah, no. <laughs> and, but it's like clearly she's getting something from it because the dad's like, "Megan, you okay? Uh, yeah. Can I get some more wine? <laughs> right. No more wine for you, lady. It's one glass. Right again. I guess you can. I guess you can let your kids drink, but it's just like a very. Oh, oh but he said the reason. But here's the thing: the re, he says you can only have a half a glass, and he doesn't say because you're 17. He says because, and turns to Corey and says, "Her mama was an alcoholic. That's how she killed herself driving or some shit like that." I'm like, that's what it was. Yes, he said that sideways shit, and I'm like, Jesus, that's your wife, buddy. Relax. <laughs> um, oh, I, 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 and and so she goes away upset, and he's like. Did you have fun foot fucking my daughter under the table? I'm like, chill out, Antonio Banderas. You can be a little more. <laughs> you gotta say it like that. Shit. Yeah, he says, pardon me. He's like, he's like oh shit. <laughs> Give me some more wine. What the fuck you say? <laughs> Corey ain't about to die. I don't know what he eat. <laughs> huh? Sorry. But again, it was a very like, I know my daughter. Do- I know, I know you want to fuck my daughter because I want to fuck my daughter a little piece. So I that know again, <laughs> that's basically it. We get back to that undertone that's still there. And it they, they made it even more. It's like, what are you saying? Like, if you don't want me messing with your daughter because you feel like your daughter's a virgin, play it that way. Don't play it right. like she's my property or She's my like my wife now, so no, none of that shit is gonna happen. And I'm like, it's gonna be on my. I'm just like, yeah, they didn't do a good job with that. So, uh, uh now I, I'm totally blacked out after what happens at this point. Yeah, she they disap- she disappears. He, you know, uh, charges them up, and then I think it's like they get some time together after that. But I might be missing. Yeah, uh, I think. Um, yeah. Oh no! Actually, no, they broke up. Really she well. broke up. Yeah, she exactly. Broke up. It goes yeah. so well that she goes. I can't. See I can't you see you anymore. anymore. Like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? And she's like, oh, "You just don't understand. You don't understand my life. I gotta go." And he's like, <laughs> "Fuck no, she gets, no, no. Her exact words was, "It's, it's me." <laughs> and then she leaves. Like what? Listen. Why women get away with anything? Okay, because what? what the fuck? What? I, I mean, to be fair, that was his way he out. Impr- okay, him and Antonio and Banderas had beef, but you know it was kind of worked out. It was cool. He was like, okay, you know, I get it, man. I'm gonna respect you. You respect me. Yeah, okay, it's worked out. We gotta break up. Whoa, wait a minute. I know I won't dream. What the fuck is going on with you right now? So this is when he's sitting in that big ass chair. <laughs> yes, that's when he just he lost it, bro. He has lost it. And you, his brother's basically telling him, "What did I tell you? What did I basically? I told you this was going to happen." And he's and you can kind of feel the kind of like poking, like uh, 
you thought it was going to work out with this 17 year old, but I told you that, uh, you know, basically you should have did a, B, C and D. Um, so again, I think when it comes to their relationship, this could have played a lot better if they had added something there. Like maybe if they showed us like him talking to uh, her later on me, me and like Wes, I'm going to talk about like Wes talking to me and they meeting up like, Hey, so did you finally got away from him? And they kiss and then they come back to this scene and them talking or whatever, but they mm-hmm. saved that. And I understood why they saved it, but maybe it might pay a little bit better if we knew this, sooner and it was just like well rich doesn't know mm-hmm. i think um we cannot forget that the men who wrote this movie hate women so oh, for them right. they're like let's just leave it open as if she's this cold-hearted bitch who doesn't communicate and he just loves her and wants to be with her like they were like let's just leave that and then we're gonna make it even crazier with the twist at the end because like it would have made more sense i think to lead to you know like they wanted us all to be surprised and they did achieve that but it, it was at the expense of the movie seeming extremely long for no reason yeah so uh west goes away and darling a uh, dollar darling what am i thinking of darling dollar she pulls up and is like Oh hey, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, you know all the things I did to you. He's singing some, he's telling her some boys to men quote, and she like, right. oh, she broke up with you. Oh, it has nothing to do about that, and yeah, it absolutely has something to do with that. And, you know, he wants his, he wants his cake and eat it too. He wants to be able to have the relationship with her, but if it goes bad, you know, he got his fallback. And she's like, no, yeah. I'm over it. That's basically what she's yeah. saying. Fuck you, I'm over this. I'm not doing this with you no more. And this may have been like a, a cycle that they've been going through, uh, I guess, when they both work at the resort. Right. I just love a moment of somebody getting their heart broken and being like, oh, I'm sorry. I just realized that you have feelings, too. Oh, fuck. Like, I wasn't thinking about you before I got my feelings hurt. That's basically what he's doing. And she, she, I think I remember she actually says, what do you want? And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I want. I think a single tear might have came out. I don't. Gee, just Wes is. Ugh. Just disgusting. You said it right. Like, it was absolutely guys just laughing. Let's do this to women. Let's write it this way. <laughs> it's just, yeah. So, um, she's gone. She's pretty much put her foot down, and she's not having it anymore. And <laughs> so, Wes decides to follow. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just, I don't even know. This scene is just so classic. But anyway, so not Wes, excuse me. Rich decides to follow Megan out on town. You know, he sees her going everywhere. But both of them are dri- both of them are driving like as Fast and Furious Five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if she sees him. I I couldn't. I I don't. I, I can't make out that part. Maybe y'all know. I don't know if she sees him or she's just driving like that on purpose. Uh, because both of them are driving like maniacs and he's trying to keep up with her and she's just flying. By the way, um, Wes tells him to go after her because that's what she probably wants to see. Mm-hmm. So now that I think about it, I'm like, she probably did know and probably was maneuvering in a way where it would be super dangerous and hot because at this point, like she's selling this person of like, I'm, I'm so misunderstood. Please come save me. Yeah, she's... Yeah, basically. She wants to seem that way, like, I'm so helpless. 
I need somebody. I need a real man to come and take care of me. Mm-hmm. I need, and it, it's you, but you have to be willing to go all the way. What it what is like putting them through these tests? Like, what are you really what What are you really willing to do to get me? So um, she goes to this bar that clearly her seventeen year old ass don't need to be in, and she's talking to this <laughs> right. guy, gives him a check or money or whatever. So. We never find out what, what role this guy's played, this upsetting. Because she clearly gives him an envelope, and it had to have money in it. So um, Rich pulls up, and he's watching or whatever, and she starts to do this dance to some bad, I don't, I don't even want to say it's like, it's some bad R&B. I don't even know what it is. It's just bad. And she goes to the ju- a jukebox. So that clearly doesn't tell you how dated this is. It's like 93. And she plays the music and she's like dancing, I guess, for Rich or everybody in there or just to get attention. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Both, both, both. Yeah. yeah. But like, but she won't. She kind of like is definitely in front of him, but almost like won't look at him. Um, she, the bartender, he stopped what he was doing. Oh, I got to look at this. These <laughs> fucking 30 yeah. year old men are drooling. Oh, God. And they don't even know she's like a, it's a child. <laughs> well, let me just say this is how why Hollywood is harmful because I'm not saying this woman's ugly, far from it, but she's also not like, oh my God, did you guys see that woman? I've never seen someone this perfect and like she's just a a lady, and they're looking at her like she's the most gorgeous woman who's ever walked into this bar, and. Again, I'm like, if you can show me a real person with that much confidence at that age, I will show you a serial killer. Like, I just I'm blown away by how they wrote this, how they just made yeah. her like have everything. How they 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 wrote her as a 27 year old. They wrote her as she Thank was 17, you. and she was written as a 27 year old, ready to get over on everybody. <gasps> Is it? Do you think that they did this because they feel like the inheritance? Like, is it because in their minds, if she was older, her getting the inheritance wouldn't make as much sense? But if she's a kid, then she clearly will get it. That, that just hit me. But you know what? That's actually a good point. Um, it's possible. That's why they made her younger. But they don't have her acting like a 17-year-old. But then again, right. I hearken back to the crush. So... Yeah, the crush is a more serious version of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Way less comedy. I'm sure you can find some, but this is just like. Oh, no. It, the scene when he's sitting there at that computer with that damn cigar, she calling him like every 10 seconds, and he just hanging. He's not even paying attention. That is some comedy. So, all right, we get to the point where this dude wants to dance with her. He comes up to her, he's grabbing her, touching her, rubbing on her. <laughs> And Rich is upset. He knocks the guy out. And the, I've never seen somebody get knocked out, just lay on the ground and look literally, at the person. Like, literally, my man said, hey, he said, boom, boom and, and, right in and he looked, he laid on the ground. And I want to say he said this. But I know he didn't, but it looked like he said, why the fuck you hit me like that? And he just stayed there like, why you hit me, bro? <laughs> he like, whoa, I thought we was going to talk a little bit. Yeah, like, like what did I do? Like, what did I do wrong? I'm like, I can be your dad, but what did I do wrong? So they go into the filthiest, nastiest bathroom I've ever seen to have this one-on-one heartfelt conversation about, oh, you just don't get me. 
uh, I got so many problems. I can help you, baby. Just talk to me. Don't run away from me. I'm here. And I know this is not what they, this is absolutely what they said. They said other words, but we black. So we're going to tell y'all really what they said. That was it. That was what was said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And my man tried to come in. I got to piss. Get the fuck out of here, bro. (laughs) Wait, that's my favorite character. I forgot about the bathroom guy. (laughs) So they're talking it out. And basically, you know, you don't run away, Megan. You talk to me, you know, you always ghosting me. I'm sorry, baby. I'll do better. This is her faithful thing to say. I'll do better and whatever, whatever. Yeah, all yeah. oh, this good shit. So it may come back again. I gotta piss. I'm a no, blow. He said, yeah, he said if I don't piss right now, I'm gonna explode. I said, I get, Bravo. So it may finally get to piss, and you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. Come on in. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but Corey Ham ain't gonna keep me out the bathroom if I gotta piss. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I'll be pissing y'all have your own makeup over here whatever. <laughs> yeah, I just gotta go piss. I don't need like 30 seconds. You do what the fuck you be doing and let me go. Uh, I mean, but like that's the best. I mean, I would love to find other two liners that are that impactful. Like he really gave us something with that oh, cameo. That's he, all I'm saying. I'm sure he was smiling after he got his sad card. He was like, Yeah, I got my lines in. <laughs> um, so now he takes uh his boo to meet the his brother and friends. And you see it immediately when she comes in. Wes is just like licking his lips, looking at her. And Rich is just, oh, I got to get a chair. I don't know what's going on. So they talking or whatever. And and they basically saying, you know, I forgot. It's something about what do you do? And she's like, I know how to spend money real well or something like that. And he said, other people's money. Other people's money. He said, yeah, we got something in common. You know, somebody just noticed this too. Wes got a damn a 50, 55 year old man voice too. He smoked a pack a day. Yeah, he was smoking a lot, so I guess. Uh, so she plays it off to Rich like your brother tried to touch me. And she just she gaslighting this man. It's funny because he's like, I'll kill him. And yeah, she's like, no, ass, I had to rewind because I said, oh, my God, did I miss that? And then I look back like this bitch lying. Yeah. He just basically was just talking to her. But, you know, you could tell by their eyes. They were both like, yeah. Yeah, they were flirting. Yeah, we, we know what's up. Oh, I got to get out of here. And he's all kill him. And I'm like, uh-oh, she gaslighted him. So now he fired up and stuff. By the way, this is, you know, as I'm looking at this, I don't know this twist is coming. So I'm just thinking of this as like a regular relationship. And I'm just like, buddy. Don't let your girl ruin your night like that. Like I'm just like, <laughs> don't let her make you leave. Like I was really invested in this idea that she was just an annoying girlfriend. You know what I mean? Who like is so dramatic for no reason. I was like, don't leave the bar. Stay with your friends. Like that's how much I was into this movie at this point. And Darla is there from a distance. Oh, she's looking at it. This she's like, oh, is that the bitch that uh, got your nose wide open? It's not like that. Don't lie to me. That's basically she's like, you don't have to lie to me. I'm like I'm sitting right here. I see what's going on. So she's pretty much, you know, she's done. At this point, she's done. She's like, whatever. I know what time it is. And he's just, oh, I'm sorry. You know, uh, I, uh, it's just, it's just like he's still like he's kind of stringing her on. And I always felt like when you don't want to deal with somebody, just don't deal with them. Like, cause you you stringing them on like that, it just makes them more resentful. 
You know what I mean? For the next person. Absolutely. If you just cut it clean like a cord, it, it's it's better that way for them and for you. You don't have to do all this. But he kind of wanted to steal a string on. But she was over it. She was finally like, okay, cool. I see what it's all about. So uh, he finally pulls back up to her and she's like, I'm uncomfortable. We got to go. Let's get out of here. They leave. And basically, Wes is like, you know, go take care of your business. Like, because he doesn't know what she's going to say. And mm-hmm. they're, like I said, they had the little fire or whatever he's making. And she's like, your brother touched me. What? I killed him. I can't believe this. And I'm like, where does this energy come from? So. It's because he, he know he a dog. Like, he knows he's a dog and it's always cool. So I feel like that's where the reverse resentment is. That, like, like Feldman just knocks him down. And he's like, bro, like, I knew he would do this. You know, like, it's like he was ready for it. Yeah. So, wait, wait. yeah, they have the love. Oh, no, God. They have another sex session by the fire or whatever. Um, and he leaves that morning from her house and her father pops up again. And he's like, oh, I was just dropping something off. And he's kind of like, oh, you was dropping something off, huh? Yeah, good day, sir. I'm out of here. Bye. So he leaves, and the next time he sees her, ooh, buddy. But before we get there, I think this is when um, Rich goes back to his room. Okay, first of all, why would you go back to your room? It's not your room no more. His stuff was probably still in there. Uh, Well, they don't do a good job with time, so we don't know how much time has passed. Yeah. So, okay, I'll give you that. He walks in. He sees Darla and uh, his brother in the bed together, and he's furious. He's upset. He's got the single tear, whatever. <laughs> and they start scrapping. They have a fight that's humorous. No, no, no they're not scrapping because West beat the brakes off for Rich. <laughs> wait, wait, no, the, okay, hold on. Before they even get to blows, he go, he storms out. And he goes, oh, bro, and he's like, I can't believe you would do that. And he's like, I thought you was done with Darla. You don't even. He said, "Not Darla. You touched my girl." He's like, yeah, yeah, you weren't even thinking about Darla. <laughs> it didn't care about Darla. Yeah, I did what? <laughs> he didn't care about Darla at all. He didn't. Oh, he really man. didn't. And then he's he like, was worried about. He was worried about that that West touched her on the knee, opposed to him being in the bed with his ex girl. That's what I'm saying. It's like you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like even she's dollar saying that like, no, you can't do that. It's not right what you're trying to do. Even she's reading it. And he's kind of like, I wonder who's the slut now. Whoa, Rich, you've taken a drastic turn. Like you, as I go back to, there's no likable person in this movie at all. Yeah, Megan took his soul at this point. Oh, she was. Each time they had sex, he was. (laughs) So he go finds his brother later and his brother's working, putting up signs. And he's like, oh, bro, I'm sorry. You know, he said, yeah, you acting like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. What the fuck is up with that? And he said, I told you this girl was going to mess with your mind. It's like almost he was giving him fair warning. If if they did have something in the background going on, he was basically telling him, you need to keep this a sexual thing. Don't get invested in her because she will have you fucked up. And he was not hearing it. He said, and I quote, when he told him that again, he said, hey, man, it's not her. It's her dad. What sense does that make? 
he's saying he wants so badly to figure her out so that she will love him back. And in his mind, she can do no wrong. Like, there's no way she's provoking her dad. There's no, which I don't necessarily think she is, but like, yeah, like in his mind, like he's this bad guy. But again, going back to the fact that on one of those days he saw, I guess it was right before this, when he was leaving and got kicked out, the dad was there. The dad like cussed her the fuck out. Like, and he was just, he just saw it like on his way out. So in his mind, like the dad is public enemy number one. Okay, true. So once we reach past this point, going back to that, he pulls up to the house uh, and he goes in her room and she has a busted lip and black eye. Mm-hmm. Do you guys 100% believe that the father did that? Did she do that? Or did Wes do that? Well, I mean, I know Wes said later, but I feel like she did it. She did it to herself. That's how I feel. Yeah, okay. I, I had it. It's almost like the uh, thin line between love and hate thing. Yeah, like that's what I was thinking. Self up. Yeah. Or uh, Marky Mark punching himself in the chest. Oh, good lord! <laughs> I think, <laughs> that's what I. Um, I am confused now because at the time I could have swore she did that to like geek him up to want to kill her daddy because she like basically had given him all the crumbs to like make him righteously angry, basically. But now I think that like it. I don't think it was Wes doing it like like in the course of he's just uh, abusive. I think they actually had a real relationship. So I do think that. But I also think the dad could have just been a piece of shit. So I think that it's it's either her or the dad. I just can't be sure. See, and with, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying this young woman is so far off the reservation. Right. Who's not to say her and Wes said, hey, we got to make it look real punch me baby don't punch me too hard mm-hmm. and because we never get that concrete yes the fathers did it it's always kind of like it's assumed but we never got a clarification yeah. and because the way we get to the third act it's like oh her and Wes had this whole thing laid out So, you know, we, I'm we, not sure. I'm really thinking hard. I can't figure out which one I think it is. Yeah. And you know what? And you know what? I can honestly say, because I know people are like, oh, y'all are really doing too much with an hour and 30 minute movie. <laughs> uh, we might be, I, I personally might be overthinking it. And it's, you know, it's basically, hey, the father did a, it. Yeah. Sorry. I was going to say, but I have a question. If you don't overthink dumbass movies from the 90s, then what should you overthink? Like, I don't understand that. I don't think you know what I mean? movie. That's what I'm saying. We got to have fun with it or else it's like, it's, it's somebody really took months to put this shit together. Yeah. To honor them by taking it way too fucking seriously. There's a reason why uh, directors came out with commentaries for DVDs because people got questions and they want to hear answers about, well, why did you do this? And why do you do that? So, you know, I, I get it. But um, I thought that, I thought that was interesting that we never got a concrete because like I said, she's off the reservation. And and it's like, okay, she is moving in a way that, yeah, I could believe, you know, she could be in there punching herself in the face or she'll have somebody doing it for her or whatever it may be. Um, I think, uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Uh, I cannot remember right now. So she got beat up. Yeah. Oh, then she tries to kill. Okay. Oh no. Okay. So then Darla dies. Absolutely. 
Well, before that, that that weird ass scene with Darla and Wes. That what was oh, that? Oh yeah. <laughs> what the? What was so that? <laughs> we get taken back to um Wes and Darla, and they're in um Wes's room because it is Wes's room now, and they're making out, and he's rubbing on her, and she's like, "No, stop." Like, I don't like you like that. I was just doing it to get back at him. Um, I don't want to do this. But he's like, he's kind of like saying, please. And I'm starting to get uncomfortable because I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't, I'm not sure I remember what's going to happen. And I'm like, okay, she said no, please. And he's like, no. And he kind of rubbing on her and caressing her. And then he kind of like doing this thing with his hands. He's like, he doesn't love you. And I'm here, basically. Like, I'm here right now, and I'm willing to give it to you. And she's like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. And it's like they fade away. The camera's fading away to him staring at her. It is like his hands put together. Okay. (laughs) And she is scared. What words can I use to describe this acting in this scene? I mean, he is like... Uh, who would ever do this in real life? Um, I'm getting like, it's giving me like people who work for shows in Vegas or like people whose whole life or or the people who like work in Times Square. I feel like, like, you know what I mean? Like the people who stand as statues in Times Square. Like I feel like when they get off the clock, they're not normal. Like they're still on, like they're still performing because he is like literally posing and trying to like, be dramatic with his art and I'm like Corey what this choice is very interesting okay um if you guys I I don't want to do this to you guys dream a little dream is not a good movie I, 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 <laughs> you know, I, I've seen it oh I, okay okay he, he this is some of that where he was doing a lot of emoting with hands and physical yeah. comedy and it wasn't the right time for that and nobody, nobody pulled him in and said, hey, when we tried another way, they just like kept the camera on him. And even the camera kind of lingers on them like, are you going to do anything else? Are you going to say anything else? Because she's basically like saying, I don't want to hurt you. I want to be honest with you. And this is what this this is the situation. Like, I'm really not over him. But he's like angry now. He's upset and he's trying to be calm. But it looks sinister. And then he started like unbuttoning her shirt and rubbing on her breast. And I'm like, what is Jeff, this is terrible for the audio, but can you make me a host? Because I'm about to show y'all the scene so we can really describe it. And <laughs> it deserves, I think. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I do not know how to do that on here. Uh, just click on my name uh-huh. and put, click more and make co-host. Okay, hold on. Oh. This... Uh... I, I feel like it would be a disservice if we didn't. Cause this, cause this scene right here, if you show anything to represent the movie, to me, it will be this scene. Is it make host? Yes. Okay. Or make co-host or something like that. All right. Okay, bet. Here we go. So, I'm not gonna share sound, so it won't mess us up. But here we go. You ready? Can you guys see it? Yeah, nope. I see it. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> We'll we'll talk this out so y'all won't feel left out. I can't find the words though. 
acting like you know what a therapist. Wait, I, I got a black screen on my side. I got a black screen. Oh, you can't see it at all. No. Okay. Well, basically, when oh, okay, because I was laughing because I was watching it and enjoying it, so that's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Can you guys see it now? No. No, it's still a black screen. It's probably because it's voodoo. They got I got some restrictions on it. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. That's Problem. what it is. Okay, because he's basically doing a thing where he he clasps his fingers to his mouth, like <laughs> as if like a you know like when a therapist says something deep and then they just wait for you to catch up to it. Yes. But he's. But it's like y'all just had sex. This is not the interest. This is not the time for that. But he's acting like he's the sage, wise man helping her make a life decision. It's crazy. Oh my god, he is <laughs> it. He is amazing. I'm just gonna say that he is amazing with emoting and just his physical stuff is. It's wild to see. And like you said, here it's just, it's, what are you doing, bro? But anyway, we get, he's just being a real creep to her. And it and fades. the look on her face I'm, is. Yo, she's is terrified boring. now. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, shit. She's like. But side note, as a director, right, what are you telling him when you see this choice he makes? What the do fuck you are you doing? Right? Okay. <laughs> okay. What are you doing? I'm Corey Feldman. I do what I want to do. I don't think Corey Feldman has ever screamed that to anybody in his life. Maybe somebody in the family or wife. He has never screamed up Corey Feldman. I'm sure he, and I believe he says it every day at Starbucks. Oh my God. That's my take. I think he walks around and when someone doesn't def- let him merge in traffic, he screams out, I'm Corey Feldman. I'm fucking Corey Feldman. I'm on my venti. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I do what I, I, I want to do. Okay. So, I think in this scene we get to where Darlis has bit the dust and uh, Rich finds her out in the woods and he is, because he finds one of the horse and like the horse is like, I guess got away or whatever. But when he finds the horse, he spooks the horse and then he kind of looks down and it's like, he falls down. He's like, oh shit. And Darla's dead. But his reaction to it is hilarious because you would think it would be more like, Darla? Like Darla, Darla, it's more like he looks and looks back and just runs away. Like, did y'all have a relationship? I, I <laughs> did y'all really have a relationship? I thought he was about to pretend like he never saw nothing. So I was just that yes, <laughs> yes. Relieved that the police showed up because I was like, this man was about to be like, I'm not gonna be the one that discovered my ex girlfriend who I just lied to, it, uh, dead in the woods. Let me just put some leaves over it. I'm out of here. Okay. So we don't know what happened with Darla right now, but we'll get there because that's a whole nother story. And they're out there with the ambulance and Wes is there smoking his cigarette and all hurt. She just left me. You know, I didn't know what happened. Oh, I'm so hurt. And, you know, uh, they talking to each other. They having this like brotherly moment, I guess, but it's more of Wes putting on a show Uh, well that's important too because i did put for myself i said who cares who killed darla you know i'm like (laughs) we move on that's harsh (laughs) well i'm just saying because i should have said who killed her i need to be suspicious for the rest of the movie but i was like we'll see if they come back to this you know what i mean i was like i won't take this i won't pay too much attention here 
<sighs> so then we introduced to Detective Anderson. If it's anybody I hate in this movie, it's him. <laughs> he always looks just like he's running out of breath. He just looks bad, man. He just looks, <laughs> oh, I was out in these woods and I got a lot of questions for you boys. Where your parents at? fuck is going on out here? So he's questioning them, asking them all these questions, you know, kind of prying. He's doing what detectives normally do. And he's not leaning to anybody's side. He's talking to both of them. Uh, and I think he asked Wes a question like, uh, y'all brothers or y'all family? He's like, yeah, uh, half, same mothers or same daughters. Since he's at sibling rivalry. Yeah. He yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he said something like dad always liked him more. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, that's where we get the whole revelation of that. And then that detective just looking off in the distance and that phase away to him. So we get to the point. Yeah, and the detective like implies that it could be homicide and then goes, never mind. I'm like, sir, are you going to question them or are you bothering them? Like, what's that? Like, well, I, I, okay, so with, with the cop, I mean, we're going to come back to him again, but I, I got the impression that he was a lot smarter than he was like putting on. I felt like with them, he was trying to act like kind of goofy, but he did seem a little smarter than what he was leading on. I think when he said that about leaning toward homicide, I think they kind of slipped out a little bit. Right. To kind of try to like catch one of them off guard. Went to see like, I think what happened was when we initially introduced to um, detective Anderson, he acted like, Will Ferrell and the other guys, and then mm-hmm. somewhere mm-hmm. during that, he started to be real serious, like he was on Miami Vice. Oh, I know what the fuck you did. Yeah. He was like the smartest man in the room. And I'm like, yeah, all right, but you were just playing two different roles because that first time we yeah. saw you, you just looked bad, bro. You just <laughs> and, like, right. But but the crazy thing about when I okay, so I've seen him in another movie, and the other movie I saw him in was uh, Demon Knight, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. He mm-hmm. plays the the deputy in that and he's goofy in that so when i saw him show up here i just started laughing because i'm like what the hell is he doing here playing a cop but then i was like it's kind of makes sense for this movie so yeah um so then we get to uh me me, megan in the hospital and the be- de- oh yeah one thing that i didn't catch until until rewatching was that she was holding a bottle when he left her um alone uh, after being beaten up okay Let's 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 be serious for a moment, guys. <laughs> let's honestly be serious. I know it's ninety three, and we can poke poke fun at all this all we want. But if your friend, uh, I don't care who anybody that you know, you go to their house and they're holding a bottle and they look distraught and they got beat up, you're not going to leave. I don't care what she said to him. It was more of a thing like, no, you know what? I'm not going to leave. I'll stay downstairs, but I'm not going to leave you by yourself. Or I'll sleep in another room. I'll sleep on the floor. I'll sleep in the, you know, I'm not going to leave you tonight. Nah, not Corey Hayne. Fuck it. I'm out. I don't, and and I'm not trying to be, uh, you know, diminishing abuse. But okay, so say if she was not diabolical, which side note, like, Okay, sorry. I'm it just so many things are happening in my brain because one, I just realized. Okay, did Homegirl really try to kill herself for real? Like, and 
like it just backfired or was she smart enough to take just enough amount of pills to be in the hospital but not die because again that's equally scary and then I'm realizing like if she wasn't this diabolical person and she just had like this was a regular situation it wouldn't make sense because you want to die because your dad beat you but you you can go to college next year I don't believe her dad. And this is what's making me believe. I don't think right. her dad beat her. I think this is all an act because I'm just like, well, why the fuck was she trying to kill herself? Right. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Even if the movie didn't have this side thing, it's like, it wouldn't make sense for a person to do that. Cause apparently he's been beating her this whole time. I don't know. I don't know. I, well, you know what? Maybe she, you know what? I know what it is. Maybe she's just committed to the game. Like she, if she gonna do something, she's going all the way with the act. So this had, was another layer to make her dad say, "Hey, well, Rich can stay over. Yeah, it's fine if Rich stay over. Y'all can go ahead and fuck in your room. I don't care no more. I just want you to be happy." I don't know. What do you, what do yeah. you say, Jay? No, 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 I agree. Um, yeah, she just full on. This is this was her plan, but. I mean, the whole killing yourself thing, that is, that's a dangerous game because what if you screw up? Right. Oh, well, you out. Yeah, like, ain't no oops with that shit. It's just like, no, you dead. So what, like, your end game. Dad keeps all the money. Anyway, we pull up to the hospital. Well, Rich pulls up to the hospital and her dad is, oh, Antonio Banderas, I'm so sad. Uh, He's sitting there and he's distraught, of course, like any parent would be. She tried to kill herself and he won't answers and stuff like this. She swallowed a whole bunch. Of, she swallowed a whole bottle. Like, no. Like, that's no, you're going to die. Like, you, you, you chose, like, I don't know. Right. No, it's, yeah, it's not clicking. Yeah, it's something off. Like, I, and that's when I said in the beginning, it felt like this movie was two scripts. And they could never decide on one script. So mm-hmm. everybody had to get their shit off. Well, I want her to do this and I want her to do that. And it was like, no, people, is she is she mentally ill or is she just a serial killer? Is she Batman or is she the Joker? Which one is it? Because it's like, right. it don't make sense. It's like, it don't click. And then at the end, it's like, no, she's just a maniac. She is the Joker. She is, you know, it's all she cares about is her and you know what she can get accomplished. It's not really, it's really no, I don't know. Like, no, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like really no, no, it don't make sense. It, I guess it's not supposed to make sense. So yeah. yeah it, I mean, it, if you, if you don't dig into it as deep as we are, like it'll work. But I think that when you break it down, it's like, yeah, some of the choices were like too dramatic. Cause I guess, cause it's like, what was the point of the suicide attempt because because she still wanted to kill her dad before that like i'm just like you wanted to kill your dad from day one you didn't need him to beat you and hit you for you to do it you clearly had put forethought into it because you went and got a bomb like you had to do all these things over the course of time where that didn't need to happen so i guess i'm just confused about how we need to add more sympathy on top of the sympathy he was already giving her when she got beat like uh, the more I think about it, I'm just, yeah. Yeah. The more I think about it, I think it was a thing of, of her basically, like I said, getting her father to put his guard down and getting rich to put his guard up with her. 
Like, no, we got to be together. So her committing, like her trying to commit suicide is going to get both things what she need to get done. She need to make her dad soft and she need to make rich harder. Like you need to be protecting me because you said that you love me. You care about me. You need to be riding with me no matter what. So I'm getting to this point of basically telling you, hey, my dad killed my mother because she was going to leave. And like she's telling him this in the hospital where he thinking his girlfriend or the woman that he's in love with, you know what I'm saying? He's going through all these emotions. So he's going to be a ride or die at this point. Oh, word. That's what he did. Well, fuck him then. I believe everything that you're telling me right now. And in mm-hmm. the, and, and, and her dad is like, oh, baby, I've been too hard. I need to be more mm-hmm. soft. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she got kind of the reaction that she wanted to get from both of them. Oh, for sure. Uh-huh. Which was amazing. <laughs> because I think it would have just been better better made if the dad wasn't such a clear asshole and she was really that diabolical because it was just like a bait and switch like yes of course he should die because he's not a good guy you got us on your side you don't have to then make her this terrible person so I like you said so many storylines in one yeah so basically she gets back home and she's like he's like baby we'll make you feel better I want I want rich to stay with us Okay, baby, anything that you want. That won't happen in two weeks ago. So they have right. another sex scene. And this one, okay. this, <laughs> this one has got to be the most annoying mm-hmm. one of them all. She is sweating like she is Mm-mm. baking like a chicken. <laughs> and he's like, shut up, your dad's next door. Oh, oh. And she She's does, she, moaning. He's like, shut your dad's next door. Stop. You will get me shot. He's trying to cover her mouth and she's biting his hand. She bit his fingers. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would have said. Okay. Okay. Sis, you have been through a lot in 24 hours, but this is the worst thing you've done <laughs> is biting my fingers as I tried it. Not in a sexy way, like biting on the side like a dog. And he's looking at her like, please stop. Please stop biting my hand. I can't and scream. Just please stop. Is his dick still hard? How is it? I don't, I guess it was, but I don't think I kinky shit. Yeah. That's what they turned into. This is kink. Fair enough. In the best scene in the movie. Yes. (laughs) This man has his post squirt. He is knocked out. She whispers. (laughs) She whispers in his ear. There's a, there's a bomb on my dad's bike. It'll be all over tomorrow. And he's laying there, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure he heard. He heard it because I didn't know either. His eyes kind of opened up, like, "What the fuck? Did I just dream that? Or did she say that? Because she like closed her eyes and go to sleep. But oh. I guess he heard it because he wakes up and he goes downstairs oh, to the bike, dumbass, and looks. And what happens, Jay? Oh, <laughs> the dad comes in with the gun. He pulls the hammer out on this man. He turns around and looks like, huh? <laughs> and that's all you see. It's like his life flashes before his eyes. And his excuse was, I couldn't sleep, sir. I was nosy, being a little nosy. Uh, and the dad starts laughing. Come with me. He should have he got shot. I, I mean, first of all, this is the epitome of 
it's none of my business. It's none of my business. Like you put a bomb in your dad's bike. Great. I will never see you again. I'm out in the morning. Like I'm not going to investigate and save this man's life. I'm out. <laughs> I got it. It just hit me. That's what that older guy was in the, um, in the uh, bar. He probably gave her the bombs. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, that See, a, yeah, that, was, that was a <laughs> yeah. bomb. That was a bomb. Guy. <laughs> that was the dealer. Yeah. That was her bomb guy. Because I'm like, why is she giving him money? What's happening? Well, at first, I was like, without the bomb context, I'm like, maybe it's some type of drug thing. Like she's into deep, or she's a sex worker, or something. Like you know, it was just he clearly was like an underworld kind of guy. So we got rich uh, six o'clock in the morning. Uh, I think six. It was like six something. He just eyes open. Cause you know that thing gonna go off at seven on the dot. Okay, he is like, where am I? How do I get out of here in time to not be there when this bomb explodes? Her dad just comes in the room, doesn't knock. He could have been in there handling some business. Oh, hey, wake up! Good morning. Come on, let's go. I'm not really into it. Nah, get your ass up. <laughs> Shit. So hey, she comes out the house like she. Oh god. Hey, good morning, daddy. Hey, like. <laughs> nothing is phasing her she's like she's just ready for this day to be over with because she know what's up and they arguing over who gonna ride whose bike and we'll flip for it because rich doesn't want to ride his bike at all he knows he what's up he doesn't want to go <laughs> i want yeah i won <laughs> keep up so antonio banderas gets on his bike and uh oh my God. <laughs> you gonna make people think this man is really in this movie <laughs> He's in the, he gets on the bike. He said, keep up. Don't fall behind. So. I'd they, be like, bro, I'd be trailing a good old social distance. I'd be like, you go ahead. I'm good. I, oh, I ran out of gas. I'd be like, sir, please. Like, I would be doing it. He just goes along with it. And I'm like, there's a bomb. So Antonio thinks he's evil, couldn't evil. He's riding on one, on one wheel and doing all types of tricks and stuff. Meek ass. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Rich is like, sir, stay up the edge, stay up the edge. Like he's he's want to he basically trying to tell him now, and he's like, no, no. He said, keep up, come on, slowpoke. <laughs> so the bike the bike blows up. I've never seen a bike blow up like this before. Oh my God. <laughs> he falls sideways <laughs> off the bike, and oh. then the bike blows up, but it makes a World War Two bomb noise i'm <laughs> like why it, does it sound it. like that it's like, <laughs> probably just, oh, bro, they put in a still shot of just an explosion to make it seem like the whole space blew i was like it was just a bike let's knock it off because <laughs> it wasn't that big and rich is just shaking up he's looking he's like taking off his helmet and stuff and he's just like oh shit i think it was gonna be real i didn't know what was gonna happen Motherfucker, you saw the bomb. Don't you ain't no need to tiptoe and watching this shit go down. So he goes to the cliff where the bomb went over it. And guess who's still hanging on? Antonio. <sighs> he's help me. Help me, Rich, please. Help me. And he's like, uh, no, you killed your you killed your wife. What? Megan told me everything. What? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> if y'all gotta go, then you're gonna come with me. And he crazy yeah i'm like but why like why do you want me to die with you bro i didn't do this begging why don't you try another tactic hey i didn't mean to do it i'll go to the police like whatever but he's like oh i got okay fine fuck it we're both what (laughs) sir keep trying 
It is the most insane thing because he they, he's just like hanging on, and I'm like, first of all, how did you hang on, sir? Because <laughs> we clearly saw you flow, and he's like I say, he's screaming, "Help me, help me, Rich, help yeah. me!" And he's like, "No, uh, you killed your uh, wife." What? Like this conversation shouldn't be happening right now. I'm hanging off the cliff. <laughs> Why are we talking about this? I'm trying not to fall to my death. What are we talking about? And then his dad's like, oh, "You thought it'd be easy?" I guess he's thinking, you know, uh, Rich did it. Yeah. And I, okay, I guess I got, guess I can see that he think he did. He's like, "Motherfucker, you're coming with me." Uh, mm-hmm, fair. He falls. He dies. It's really funny the way it happens. Uh, <laughs> that was he a said terrible you gonna fall. come with me. Yeah, he said you gonna come with me. Then he just slips. I'm like, sir. Yeah, he was supposed to kill him too. Oh, I forgot. He did say motherfucker, but he screamed. He's like motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, that was weird choice, but okay. So we get back to the detective, and he looks like he's want a hot dog and sweating. What's going on here? You know, I, I did your mother's case before. Like, what the fuck are you telling me that for? Why are you here? So he's asking questions, but he's super smart now. Like, he's hip. He basically knows, yeah, this ain't a coincidence. This shit keep happening to you. First your mama, now your dad. Yeah, I'm kind of on to you, but I got to play it cool. So he's grilling both of them, and both of them are trying to be, I think think Rich is a little more nervous with his answers. She's used to lying. Like, Mm -hmm. she's. You know, she's fine with it or whatever. But he's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, I guess, you know, and the stuff like that. So he basically, OK, we'll keep in touch. Like he's not telling them I know something is up because he's basically saying oh, it was an electrical problem. And but he asks, um, he asked Megan, like, did your dad work on his bikes himself? And does he use a book, a manual book? And she's like, mm-hmm. no. My dad knows the fuck he doing. Why, why are you asking me stupid ass questions like that or whatever? Yeah, you know, I'm just asking you. Just doing my job. So but, but you see that that it goes back to what I said earlier about like how he he tries to come across like he's like he's not that smart, but he's asking the right questions, just trying to get enough information out of them to see how they react to it. So Yeah. I mean it it plays it plays like it's supposed to because her plan is basically my dad is dead. We're going to get the money and we're going to dip. That's basically what she wants to do. It's not falling into plan like she wants it to because Rich is basically saying, why my white ass going to be in jail? And you're going to end up leaving me. <laughs> like he's saying these things now that you should have been thinking about from the jump. But, you know, post squirt, somebody whispering in your ear about some bomb. You ain't really got no questions or something. Your knees are weak. You're tired. You need water. You're not thinking about stuff like that. So they go to the funeral and they're planning up or whatever. And, you know, she's doing a really good job. But, you know, they keep the eyes on her and stuff like that. So the issue, the, the issue for me where this comes in at for as far as the character goes, how did she think this really was going to work? Because she was smart, but she was smart to, to a certain point. Mm-hmm. You kept doing the same bomb thing. Like, come on. It's not going to end like you think it is. They're going to look into this. And Rich is kind of saying that, like, you know, I don't feel anything right now. I'm just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you know, you'll be okay in a couple of days. It comes and goes or whatever and stuff like that. So basically, you know, she's living in this big ass house you know by herself her and rich just chilling 
couple of days go past. She she just wakes him up, Rich. He's like, huh? And he puts on his clothes, and they there. They're ready to take him to jail. And of course, they're ready to take him to jail because your man is basically like, I know what's up. Right. Just tell us, tell us, Rich. Tell us everything that's going on. No, no, no. I'm telling. I'm sorry. I'm telling on oh, her 17 oh year old ass. I'm like, look, this is what happened. And she crazy. I don't know what's going on. I ain't do nothing. I ain't going to jail for her. So they got my man in the locks. He going, he going away. Look, the funny thing is, he going away for a crime that they ain't talking about. She's 17. That's why he need to be locked up. You just right. keep his ass in jail. Facts. I, for me, I'm definitely telling her on her ass, but I'm waiting to see what they have on me first. So like, you know, he has his lawyer, he's in the place, they're asking him and I, and what they, the evidence or so, whatever that they call it, because it's not really evidence um, that they used to get this warrant is ridiculous. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Jay, you can tell me. <laughs> when have you ever watched a movie where the detective <laughs> becomes the lawyer? This man's like, ah, oh, you're looking at 10 years, but we can knock you down to five. And I'm like, wait a minute, buddy. That's not your pay grade. You just turned into a lawyer. I, I don't, uh, look, I don't know how big this uh, town is or whatnot. Maybe he was a cop slash lawyer. I don't know. Or something like that. But if anything, Rich should have went to jail for that damn chewing, chewing the gum in that scene. But oh, <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah, like, that was yeah, absolutely no. that was what absolutely <laughs> a Corey Haynes special. If you ever look at License to Drive, he's doing it in that too, where he's just chomping on gum like he's the coolest man in the world. What? The yeah, he's, he's like, and you I, know what? I, I thought I about know. this too. This scene plays off very well. Because mm-hmm. he, the guy to ask him, the uh, detective asked him, he said, why was your fingerprints all over the bike? She knew by telling him he was yeah, going to go yeah. down there and investigate. That was my big issue all with him, though. Yeah, why the fuck would he do that? Oh, good Lord. Rich is and I, I loved his choice to say, he said, he said, yeah, I mean, I, oh, oh. So the evidence is that the dad was clutching a strip of cloth from the jacket he wore that day. And they go, he goes, oh, 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 that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he was, in fact, holding on to me when he died, my bad. And he goes, why didn't you mention that? And this nigga says, I don't know. And I said, perfect. <laughs> that was a great answer. He didn't try to lie. He just said, I don't know. And I was like, what can the cop say? I don't know. It was white privilege. Talking to the police, it, it was amazing. There's so it much amazing. privilege in this movie. It's just nonsense. Oh. And then the uh, detective, we just opened up the case of Dollar Hawks. What? I would have been like, for what? <laughs> and that's how you're looking like, why are you opening it up? I didn't do that. you like, don't nobody miss that hoe. What you mean? <laughs> I don't even know her. What are you talking about? He's like, who? Oh, my goodness. And he got this stupid look on his face like, oh, shit. But he didn't do anything. So I don't know why he got all worried and stuff. Anyway. At this point, he's like, oh, they about to throw the book in my ass. I think he just shook because he's like, they got me on a scrap of cloth. Oh, they definitely found something for Darla. So Wes pulls up to the jail. 
never thought we'd be talking on this side like basically saying i thought i would be talking to you mm-hmm. while i was in jail but i you know you didn't want in jail and then he's just it's this okay i've been i know mean, i've talked about it a little bit but it's this transformation of the character you know something why did you do it rich why you know yes. something if you want to kill anybody why didn't you kill him when he was beating on me and mom why did you kill him i'm like where the fuck did this come from and why is it happening right now with like 20 minutes left in the movie why is it happening on recording in the jail i would have beat his ass as soon as i got the- bro you want to bring up our shit on camera <laughs> you know they can play that shit back they record everything the fuck is wrong with you because he literally said oh i know you murdered the dad and then and it's like it's like are you impl- implicating me while i'm in jail like nah you got me fucked up i'm just like where did this come from i knew y'all like we had a little beef but this is just like oh you mm-hmm. you angry angry and we just finding out now but we ain't got that much time sort <laughs> we ain't got that much time this we need a part two or something uh, so he's upset at his brother. They're upset with each other. Um, and then basically, <laughs> Megan comes. He's like, "You got a, you got a visitor." And he's like, "He's uh huh." She comes in and immediately is horny. I want you inside of me. What, bitch? I am. I'm. I'm trying to hold my booty hole tight. I got people around. What is wrong with you? Oh. She says, did you miss me? Yes, I missed you. But look, I don't want to. I, I got other things going on right now. We can't do this in here. <laughs> she immediately Amazing. came in horny. Amazing. I want you inside. I want she you inside. She came in with a white. Oh, shirt super white. Opened up to show her bra underneath. That's how she showed up to the police station. Megan, wait. Oh. He's like, Megan, wait. You know, said, I want you now. I'm like, she's like, what's the matter? You don't miss me? I'm like, oh my God. Stop. I'm in jail for being accused, accused. of killing Yes. I'm thinking, I'm looking at 10 years and you talking about something, but you want, I want you inside of me. <laughs> that writer's room said, all right, guys, we're going to pull out oh the whiteboard. What has a woman ever done to you? And they, re- they made a list of grievances and they plugged it in every page of this script, bro. Now um, we get the red flags that Rich is finally seeing that we all saw like 40 minutes ago. Now he's seeing them all and he's like, oh, you, what you want me to do? Rotten jail while you basically run away with the money. And she's like, no, I love you. What are you talking about? And she said, it's all, she's basically, it's all going to work out. I'm here to bail you out. And he's kind of like not thinking nothing of it. Okay, you know, I wonder how much bail was because motherfucker, you wanted for murder. I know that bail ain't cheap. That's 10, what, 10%, 20% or something like that? 10. Yeah, I think 10 so, all right, she they're leaving the court. They're leaving the jail. And she says, I, I don't know what the fuck she has on. She has on like some Jedi jacket with a hood on it. <laughs> Whatever. That's either here or there. That shit that um, Bruce Willis had on the Unbreakable. There you go. Oh, my God. So he's like, we, how, he's basically telling her, what are we going to do? What, what type of life are we going to live? On the run? And he's like. I don't want to do this, but I love her. So he's going along with it. She's like, I got a present for you. And basically the, the car that was supposed to be stolen, which wasn't stolen. And we find a little bit out later in a couple of minutes, what happened. Uh, she gives him the keys and she's like, okay, meet me back at my house. So they're about to get um, ready to run away and just, you know, how get about out this? of time. How about I just realized how the fuck did she get home? 
She had another car. Yeah, she had a but who car. drove the black car? Who drove the red car in? Right. Mm-hmm. Good exactly. question. Guess who was in that car when she left? Exactly. Yep. Uh, so he looks at the car. He's kind of like, oh, shit. I can't came up on a lick. And then he's thinking, though, oh, let me check this shit out. Yeah. So he looking and he looking. He checking. He don't find anything. He see a, a policeman comes in. Car trouble? No, sir. He gets in the car and he leaves. Before he leaves, he goes back to the resort because he's getting this stuff and him and uh, Wes are having this goodbye, but it's real frosty, like basically, fuck you. Um, Like I said, this whole fuck you (laughs) brother (laughs) thing came out of nowhere, but it's just like, yeah, I'm done with you. He's like, "Uh, I see you around. He's like, I hope, I don't think not. Probably not. Something like that. They tried to say slick to each other. So he's on his way back to Megan's house. On his way to Megan's house, for some reason, the spirit of her mother came into him where he couldn't drive all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, shit, I can't drive. Oh, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. And he's like, oh, let he me get out. Swerving. He get out of the car. Looks. The timer says four <laughs> seconds. He says, oh, shit. All of a sudden, with two seconds left, he like a mile away. And I'm like, what the fuck ever, bro? He should have died. What are you What are you doing? But they had this big explosion, and you see him that, leap. But you're not an action star if you never jumped from <laughs> right? a from an explosion. Oh, my God. I know that was fun, because I think that it looked like they had like a board to launch him. Like they had something to launch him up yeah, in the oh air. Yeah, oh, yeah. He got height. He got air on that one. Because I was like, good Lord. But what? my thing was this. He parked. He looks it's clear as day that it's a bomb but he had looked already yeah but it wasn't there when he first looked what happened was when he got back to the resort oh and they were chilling talking okay yeah yeah it happened somewhere between that time and he just they didn't know it so it you know that's what at the end where we were pretty much at now basically in the strangest scene i've ever seen in movie history Rich goes back to Megan's house and okay, this is just str- everything is strange. Wes, Megan arrives. Wes is there. They're playing hide and go seek. He grabs her. They have a sex scene. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I know we we're going long, but you have to explain that. Oh, Maybe I am. There. Okay, great. Go ahead. Uh, all right. So. They're having this little, uh, what are you going to do to me? Uh, you know, well, I want to take off your clothes. And she's taking off her clothes or whatever, whatever. They get into the sex scene. I'm not sure he was feeling pleasure. It looked like he was hurting for some reason. Like, what is this? What is happening right now? <laughs> He's like, I mean, and His face was so upset. Oh, yeah, it was like, all right, it's, Okay, okay. Me thinking all jokes aside, I'm thinking, okay, maybe he's not trying to bust off real quick, and that's what he's doing. He's trying to hold it. But he just like he was hurting. So, as he's wearing a black lingerie nighty that, again, I'm like, you can't even get in the sex stores at 18. Where are you buying your lingerie? Everything about how adult she was. Yeah, you're right, you're right. It's probably her mother's. And while they're having sex, Rich is watching this and all decides to say, oh, Wes is his amazing penis. What the fuck is happening right now? What am I watching? 
Well, if you remember though, no, okay. If you remember when they were in, when he, Wes was in the woods with that random other girl, he yelled out, oh, don't worry, you'll get to Wes and his amazing penis soon enough. So it's like a callback, I guess, to the fact that he's resentful that Wes always gets to girls with his amazing penis. I, How does he know that it's amazing? Okay, I, come I, on, guys. I, I, I guess it is, but it's just weird that your brother in the movie just sweating and sitting there, oh, Wes and his amazing penis. I'm just like, okay, bro, fair enough. this is just weird. Just stop it. Just make it all stop. So they're having this whole talk and the diabolical plans are being laid out. And Wes is basically like, yeah, you know, we figured you'd look at it at the courtroom. That's why, you know, we I put the bomb in later and it was all my plan. Ha ha ha. Twisted my mustache. I hate you. And you don't know how much I hate you. You would never know. And I'm like, we <laughs> never felt any of this energy in the movie. What the fuck is happening right now? So, basically... That's his, everyone thinks they're Kaiser Soze. Oh, good lord. So, he comes behind... Well, he's about to shoot um, Rich, and she comes behind Wes and shoots him, and, like, he was going oh. to kill you. While blood is on him from Wes, he's like, oh, my God. He's like, you killed my brother or whatever. He's still like feeling because that's his brother. She's like, you'll kill us now. We can get away. And then she got the two grizzlies in the hand. So she's ready to lock off shots. And I'm like, oh shit, this shit is crazy now. Wow. So, me. <laughs> so doing all this, Rich is wearing a wire. So the cops come blazing in oh. there. And when I tell you nobody got no aim, nobody has aim. Sir, it was <laughs> two and three on one. And the only person that got shot was big guy, the big the yeah. cop. Oh Anderson. shit! Anderson the one to get shot. God damn it! Someone oh. give me a turkey leg shit. in the heart. Yeah, he was hurting. <laughs> she hit him in the heart. No, no, wait a minute. How is it that she has two guns on Rich and she don't? She missed. <laughs> she missed, and hmm. all of a sudden, they said, "You know what? She is so villainous. We have to finish her off like Scarface." They just kept showing bullet holes. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? She no, is no, and they didn't shoot her with, with just regular gun. They shot her with these damn shotguns. I'm like, good lord, y'all act like y'all shooting a transformer. Just shoot her once and let her go. Oh my goodness! And the movie I, ends. Sorry, I just want to say that that. I noticed this though. We saw everybody get shot, but she had this artistic, poetic ass shooting. Oh, I was so irritated Lord. by that. Yes. Go ahead. I'm sorry. She was like, they, every time she got shot, it was like, well, you see the blood package just popping, and she got flew out the window. And that, this, the, they it, shot her like they shot Murphy. Like they did too. Yeah, like that. Oh, either <laughs> Tony Montana. And I'm just like, she flew. This oh, whole yeah. final act. It's just insane because she's telling Wes, oh, I love you, baby. It worked. It's just like, we missed something. Like, I know I know this movie, Hour and 30. Can y'all give us the 20 minutes that we need? Like, is, there, is there a director's yeah. uncut? I think it's going to be mad at me. But when she went out the window, I said, she got blown away. <laughs> Good Lord. Good Lord. Lord, this movie's insane. So the movie ends with Rich taking off the wire. Here's your fucking wire. And I was right, like, like oh. relax, like, buddy. Oh, oh, you almost shit. died. If it weren't for her bad aim, you would have been out of here. 
I'm confused by that because he really thought he got something off, and I'm like, my my guy's dying. You didn't what? ask. You didn't ask if he needed an ambulance. You just gave him his wire back and walked. Yeah, out he just got it in. Got up out of there. He was like, "Fuck you." You know. Okay, my... so so basically, after he almost got blown up, that's when he goes to Anderson and confesses everything. Because it's like, when did you have time to go put on this wire? I don't. That's yeah. I guess that's what it was when he got blown up. He went back and probably told him, "Hey." I can just try to kill me. So I'm I'm, going to give you everything you need. All right. You got to wear a wire. We got to get her to confess. Or maybe like you said, the cop is a good cop. So maybe he caught it because he was like, oh, both of these hoes came to to see y'all and they drove off together or whatever. Let me talk to you real quick, sir. I have a feeling they're double teaming you. Do you want to work with us? That's in my mind. That makes the most sense that like the cop coordinated this and he was like, oh, okay, I'll do it. Yeah, but he wasn't coordinated enough when he come in that room. Because how was he the only one that got shot? I'm still trying to figure that out. This, this, it's, it's this movie is just beautiful and wrong all at the same time. It's oh, it's, and, and we forgot to mention that that whole se- sequence at the end is in slow motion. Oh yeah, I forgot Absolutely. that. It's a yeah, lot yeah, of slow motion for some weird reason. Oh, another thing we missed when uh, Corey Feldman gets shot. <laughs> He is some Looney Tunes shit. He's like, Ugh. he doing some Looney Tunes. <laughs> like, what the hell that. that? Okay, no, not. I mean, I really think that he deserves this detail as well. When he busts into the room, and at first, is like when the big reveal is that they're together. He's wearing a hat. A Michael Jackson. Hat. Yes. He has a gun in his hand, and he switches the gun to his left hand. And takes the hat with his right hand and throws it off to the side. Oh, so, and then he, those are important details. And the way he sits in the chair, he's like sitting in the chair really proper. It's like there's some insane way he's sitting in the chair holding a gun. I'm like, what is wrong with him? Mm-hmm. He was on that Michael Jackson shit. It's, it's, it's a lot. You know what I think with these movies are? that They give a lot of the actors leeway and just like, just go for it. Like, because... This is a straight to DV, whatever, straight to VHS DVD movie. Who knows what it is? But it's just like they give them a lot of leeway to do stuff. And clearly they did here. But with all these movies, the questions we're going to ask, and now we'll we'll answer it one by one. Is this movie bad, bad, or bad, good? Jay, what is it? It's bad, good. Right. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. I, I I enjoyed it. It is it, bad, good. It's I, actually, I, you know what? Because as I was watching, I was like, they could actually remake this. I mean, of course, they wouldn't have the sex scenes, but I'm like, if they remade this, like updated and whatnot, and had somebody with a proper script, this is not a. This could actually be a good movie. It really could. <laughs> it really. It really could. So yeah, it's it's bad, good. You already know my answer. It's bad, good. I, you know, I had a chub the whole time or whatever Feldman said. I thought it was very, very sexy movie. I do think a remake would be hilarious, but also I would. I think Lifetime's going to do that one. I would oh, watch God, it though. And Yeah, they would ruin it, but I think that's the exact place to go. Um, yeah, I definitely think, like I said in the beginning, if you miss this era at all, this is the most, this is one of the most, of this era movies that I've seen in a while. It's, it has 
the explosions, the sex, and the um, really evil woman character. I think it's great. Yeah, it's an awesome movie. Like I said, the movie ends with just Corey Haim just crying. It ends with him just sitting there crying on the car, by the police car. And I'm just like, this is insane. But y'all know me. I asked to do this. This is good, bad. Is it problematic with things that wouldn't fly now? Of course. I mean, it was 93. That's no excuse. I'm not going to say it's an excuse. But those are the movies that we were given. These are the ideas that Hollywood had and men had in general. Because like I said, this absolutely right. feel like somebody who was hurt or somebody who saw men a certain way and was like, yeah, that'll work. Yeah, let's write that. Because yeah. there was nobody checking them around this time. Right. To get slightly political, it feels very Trump to me. Because it's like, and what I mean by that is Trump, people are like, I love Trump because he gives a voice to white men. It's like, bro, what? White men been talking this whole time, right? And in this movie, they're like, you know, everybody thinks 17-year-olds are sexy, right? And it's like, sir, no. But it's like, it seemed so mainstream at that time. And like, it should be legitimate. And that's why when you look back on it, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe they did this. But there's a group of people who this movie speaks to. Yes, you're absolutely right. And like I said, around that time, prior to this, I would say, and uh, Jay, you could correct me if I'm wrong, around, I'm going to say, hell, I'll go back to um, the McConaughey movie you talked about. Uh, uh, Days and Confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Days and Confused. Whatever year that was to like two. It was the same year. The same year, 93. 93? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say like maybe even sooner, maybe in the 80s somewhere to like 2000 and nine or ten that's how movies were like it was like oh the 17 or 16 oh it's okay just think about belly that alone told you that like good lord what yes like i'm thinking like no bro she's 16 like what but movies and it was so casual so normal or or like what you brought up uh, you posted on twitter atl oh yeah I, i just called that like watching it that day i never noticed that a girl had got out his truck so, yeah, like I said, this movie is super problematic, but it has been stated this movie is good, bad. It is on Vudu. You can stream it. I don't know how longer it's going to be up there, but I I implore anybody to go watch this movie. Even after I watched it, the little star thing came up. I said, yeah, I'm going to give this four stars. And not because it's a good movie. It's just like I had fun with it. And if I can have fun with a movie... It's always all good. Uh, I got to thank you guys, Chanel, Jay. This was a blast. I always love getting behind the microphone talking movies. And y'all made it so enjoyable tonight because y'all had a great time. with blown away just like I did. Uh, and I want to thank y'all for joining me on this. This is, this is something new. And like I said, I do not know what to expect with other people's shows. This is something that I think can be positive because it's going to just bring different people together. Like we got Rich, Rich, who do wrestling. He going to be on here talking movies. Uh, Shahid may pop in from time to time when needed. Uh, I got you guys on there. It's just like I'm bringing people together because I want to hear different sounds, different voices, especially black, just doing this. So. We starting off small. It's like eight, seven of us right now. Pretty soon, you know, we'll move into different ones. But um, next month, it is uh, Derek's month. Uh, I'm not going to say the movie he's going to do right now. I'm going to leave it out there. 
Not going to say nothing. It's his movie. I'm not sure when he, well, I will release this on midnight because I like the whole B movies coming on late at night. So this is kind of like a mm-hmm. B podcast. We'll be talking about like B movies and movies that maybe might not be super popular. But you know, they people say, oh, that's a bad movie, but I have fun with it. Oh, that's a bad movie. You don't watch it. We're going to be talking about a lot of that. So they'll be released at 12. I'm releasing this one at 12 tonight. I don't think I got to do too much editing to this. So I hope y'all enjoy this. Y'all give us feedback. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the world on Twitter, uh, the Facebook fan page. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at the real Jeff versus the world. Uh, any questions or comments or any ideas you can leave at Jeff versus the world uh, podcast uh dot com uh yeah i'm gonna sign it off from here until next month well you'll hear me again tomorrow uh me and shaheed i have our godfather episode out tomorrow at 8 a.m but you'll hear this show bad meaning bad or bad meaning good next month uh we hope y'all enjoyed it this month and again i want to thank you guys for joining me it's been a real pleasure Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, yep, thank you. Yep. Uh, we're going to sign out. Uh, y'all be safe. Peace.